What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 162 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about random things in gaming. My name's Seth, and joining me today, of course, is Chevy to my left, on your right. And I hope you're doing well. Doing pretty good. Uh, before we jump into everything that we typically jump into, which includes state of play, if you're here for that only, make sure to skip into the episode. I'll have it chaptered, so you can just jump right to that if you're only watching for that. Um, talking about what we've been playing, and then also uh, it's the first Taste of Cast of the month already. It's the it's the tenth technically right now, so it's a little late, but we'll be talking about game releases. Uh, I want to let you guys know that we have finally. Some of you guys already know about this, especially if you're in the Discord. But uh, I've been talking about launching a separate channel for movies, anime, and TV content, uh, which I used to call Tasty Flicks on this channel, which is now Tasty Flicks as a separate channel. Um, so if you guys are interested in any of that, any more content from us, particularly that has to do with anime movies, all that kind of stuff, make sure to go over to the Tasty Flicks uh, YouTube channel and subscribe. We already uh, have four episodes out right now, all reviews of Demon Slayer, which we plan on going through the first season at the very least and reviewing every single episode. I also also plan on doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser trailer reaction. I have not watched that yet, so if you want to see my reaction on that, go check that out. Once that gets up, I'll be doing that pretty soon, so uh, stay tuned for that. I'm also going to see The Batman uh, this weekend, so I'll be doing a review of that as well. So uh, you guys know that I'm committed to putting out videos on Tasty Flicks, and uh, yeah, so go check that out. I will have a link in the comments. Uh, YouTube's weird. If you don't if you haven't been on for a while, like if if you've just started uploading videos, they don't give you a dedicated URL mm-hmm. um, until you've kind of like proven you're real. So uh, I'm just gonna comment the from Tasty Flicks, and you guys can click and subscribe from there. We got 10 subscribers though, dude. We're growing. We're growing quick. Also, more views on these videos than I had in like the first two years on this channel. <laughs> uh, True. So uh, that's that's cool cool to see uh yeah but it's uh it's gonna be a lot of fun over there so if you are into uh movies anime all stuff like i said uh check that out and uh we're definitely open to recommendations so if there's something you want us to watch a movie a tv show an anime series or anime movie i would love to watch some anime movies like some of the standalone movies that have come out over the years um i could probably think of a couple yeah yeah uh could also revisit some that we've seen in the past Oh, I definitely plan on revisiting some stuff. I would like to review uh, Berserk among a lot of things. So anyway, uh, yeah, so go check out Tasty Flicks and yeah, an extension of the TLG network. All right. uh, So before we jump into what we've been playing and this is going to be a big tasty cast because we got to talk. We we haven't talked about Elden Ring since it came out. We've just been playing it and uh, we didn't talk about Forbidden West uh, and you know, Grand Tourism has been out for a little bit, so I, th- I feel like we get a, a pass on that. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in a sec, but we got to jump into game releases. Um, well, it's tasty. Go check out Tastyflix. Subscribe to it. Uh, yeah, so we're going to jump into game releases of March. We're in March, guys, in case you don't know, and uh, we're going to read through all the games coming out this month. We're not out of the woods yet. There's plenty of games coming out this month as well, and we're going to talk about our hype of these games and not hype for anything that particularly we feel like we don't want for sure. Maybe Chevy will have feel that towards Tiny Tina's Wonderlands since you seem so completely anti-Borderlands. Not your fault, their fault. They did this to you. You're a victim. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, let's just jump into this. Um, what is March TBA? To be announced. 
Yeah, it's just weird that it's at the top. I figured it'd be at the bottom. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So uh, this is via thegamer.com, and I went uh, here because their list is like a really clean and straightforward. There's some ads, which sucks, but people got to make money, I guess. Uh, so let's jump into this. Uh, March 1st, we got Far, Changing Tides on Switch. Then also on March 1st, we got Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous on PS4 and Xbox One. March 3rd, Babylon's Fall came out uh, on PS4, PS5, and PC. March 4th, we got Gran Turismo 7 on PS4 and PS5. Then also on March 4th, we got Triangle Strategy, which came out on Switch. March 10th, so today, uh, Submerged Hidden Depths has come out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. March 10th as well, Chocobo GP on Switch. March 11th, we got WWE 2K22 coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Then on March 16th, we got Tunic on Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. March 17th, we got Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, uh, PS4, Switch, and PC. March 18th, we got Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin uh, coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Uh, March 22nd, we got Rune Factory 5 coming out on Switch. Then on March 25th, we got Ghostwire Tokyo coming out on PS5 and PC. Also on the 25th, we have Tiny Tina's Wonderlands coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Then on also the 25th, we got Kirby and the Forgotten Land on Switch. March 31st, we got Starship Troopers Terran Command. Terran Command? I don't know. On PC. Everyone's super hyped for that. And then finally, we have on March 31st, Weird West coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Chevy, what games have you already picked up and what games are calling to you? Um, I haven't technically bought anything yet this month. Um, Fucking lucky, dude. Emphasizing the yet because there are... Um, at least three titles on this list for me. So um, I do have a vague interest in Babylon's Fall. Upon reading Steam reviews, uh, a lot of the issues I'm, I'm seeing seem to be um, that they threw in what you would consider, I guess, like mobile or free, free-to-play game, like uh, formats into a, a pay-to-play game. Mm. So... Um, I need to watch some stuff on it because I, I do think some people get a little crazy on things uh, when it comes to. That's where I'm at on it because I am. If there's a demo, I'd like to try it. Well, I heard it plays pretty much like near. Um, but I have heard it looks horrible, and I've seen video, and I do, do think it doesn't look that great. But that isn't as a, as a guy who really likes graphics. I also don't think they're the most important thing. So yeah. if the game's fun, the game's fun. I'm also willing to overlook certain things. So. And also, a lot of the shit talk I see about Babylon's Fall is from people on Xbox using it as a thing, like it's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, so that's also stupid. But yeah, I've also I've also heard some pretty legit criticisms of it. So I'd be curious to check it out. Sure, but I don't sure. want to just buy it outright without knowing. Yeah, I just with having a basically like a fifty fifty on Steam, mm-hmm. and then reading the negatives. They're all kind of just regurgitating the same thing. So yeah. um, that does sound more of a preferential thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I'm not rushing out to necessarily buy it. I wasn't super hyped for it to begin with. Yeah. Just curious. Uh, Triangle Strategy I'd like to pick up. Um, excuse me. I uh, I know when the demo came out, I had heard that um, it played really well, uh, but it was very like dialogue heavy. So if you're not really into that. I could see that being a pass. Um, I need to, I, again, I need to see mo- some more stuff on it, but I am interested in picking that up for sure. Um, 
Chocobo GP is the same thing for me. Um, I w- I'd like to pick that up as well. I just want to be make sure before I buy it that it's not just like bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Played the first and second beta. Wait, second beta. Played the second beta. And uh, had a lot of fun with it. Definitely picking it up. Um, I thought that was PS5 only for some reason. Hmm. So I'm a little confused on on that not that i'm complaining i'm glad everyone gets to play it but yeah if, if i mean if this is wrong that's the gamer's fault but uh but yeah i i, I didn't even think about it i yeah. thought it was coming out for sure on playstation and pc yeah but according to this it's on everything except I for switch i guess i need to evaluate what i'm buying it on at that point um i was planning on buying it on playstation but i was also thinking of buying that as, P- as a ps5 game because that's what i thought it was coming out on only yeah. so i played file on there too um also, on that note, uh, something got spoiled for me from the state of play today. Uh, there is a demo for Stranger Paradise out right now. Oh, cool. So, And I spoiled that for you as well. But I'm just letting people know if you're kind of curious about the game, apparently there's a demo out, so check it out. Yeah, you should. Yeah, that's the only reason <laughs> I'm bringing it up. It's because um, I feel like you should check it out. I've always heard Rune Factory was a fun series. I've never touched them. so Fun enough to make four of them before this. Yeah, well, it's the, I'm pretty sure it's Natsume, so the Harvest Moon people. I could okay. be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, Interesting, but yeah, I I, either, I say I'd check it out, but honestly, I have too much to play right now, so it's probably gonna get passed on. Ghost of War Tokyo. I originally was gonna pass on this game, but after the last video that you watched, mm-hmm. and then I watched that that uh, episode, I uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy to I, change your mind. I'm so actually much. kind of curious to pick yep. it up now, so. Um, yeah, I was already sold, and then I got super sold. And then you're like, I'm like, I was talking to you about it, and you're like, I'm, I might pick that up. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Um, it is first person, so probably buy it on PC. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to pick it up on, too. And uh, Kirby looks ridiculous, but uh, it'll probably be fun. I don't know if I'll buy it, but it looks interesting. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Babylon's Fall. If I can, I need to look up some stuff on it. Um, I'm also not in a rush to play other games right now because yeah. I'm playing like three games a lot, but um, which we'll talk about in a sec. But uh, I, I am curious about it. Um, it it doesn't make sense to me that Platinum Games put out something that um would be horrendous. So maybe it is though. Maybe they're working on other things and couldn't put the time into it. That's fine. Whatever. I can I can deal with it not being great. Um. Although the meme of it being one of the four horsemen of uh, Square Enix's apocalypse, uh, I think it's kind of interesting with the, the Quiet Man and two other games forgot they were. Um, so yeah, a lot of people a lot of people are pretty upset with it, but you know whatever. Uh, I already bought Gran Turismo Seven. I will talk about my experience with it. Uh, Triangle Strategy. I am curious about. Um, I need to look up some stuff, but I've heard some pretty good some pretty good things already. So um, that's pretty much all I need to hear really, because I was already interested in it visually. Uh, check up a GP. I will probably just pick up, but I should probably watch a review on it. Uh, the, the video I saw before of it, the footage, uh, looked cool, looked fun. doesn't look like something I'm going to stick like a shitload of time into, but, um, I, I, I like chocobos. I like GP. I, I think it looks fun. Uh, let's see. Stranger Paradise. I'm 100% buying, um, after the, the last beta that we played the time demo. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to playing it. Um, although playing Elden Ring, I'm like, can it be as good as Elden Ring? And I don't expect it to be, but that was not a mentality I had when I before Elden Ring came out. But now I'm like, any Souls-like game, can they can they stack up? I don't know. Fortunately, it's like 
it leans way hard into yeah, the RPG yeah. side. Yeah, I'm, I'm only half joking, but because uh, yeah, it does. It's not just a Soulsborne game, um, and still got a lot of love for Neo. But uh, but yeah, definitely picking that up 100. I can't wait to play it. Um, also, can't wait to play Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm very hyped for this. Um, th- this year, man, fucking. I, I know we we're joking early on about like all these games that come out at once or whatever. But, like, there are so many good games coming out all at once. Like, this is, like, this year's really fucking making up for the last two years so far in just the games I've played already. So um, that there's games I'm, like, legit looking forward to coming out in, like, a, like a week or two. Really fucking cool. But, uh, yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo is looking really fucking dope. I am going to pick up Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, probably play with Sarah. I know she's interested in that as well. So, and I'm not completely burnt out on Borderlands. Hopefully they can do something to make it more exciting than Borderlands 3. I don't think they're gonna, but... Uh, it, it's got loot, it's got leveling, so you know I'm not going to be bored playing it. And then I am interested in Weird West. I'll wait for reviews, but um, that's been a game that's piqued my interest for a while. Like I said, I'm not super hyped on it, but uh, it looks cool. So I got a lot of games to buy this this month. And then hopefully <sighs> it slows careful. down. Yeah, yeah. I uh, got trips to pay for soon. So yeah, same. Yeah, I got two things coming up this year that I need to have money for but uh whatever man fucking <laughs> gotta enjoy my life i'll find a way to do it um yeah so that's pretty much where i stand when it comes to everything uh i'm i'm not gonna pick it up but i'm curious what the starship troopers game is it's so weird to me that they keep just popping out these games when they can't even establish like you know they were the movie that came out a long time ago people love and after that like it's just like they keep popping starship trooper things out i'm like you want to try and like reinvigorate something from that or he's going to keep like milking that I don't, it's so weird to me as a brand kirby i'm being if i'm being honest with myself i'm most likely not going to pick it up but it looked pretty cool mm-hmm. and uh i don't know anything about rune factory i'm sure it's fun um yeah anything else you want to say hey fucking a couple more hours in every day that's what i need yeah i agree so. All right, well, let us know in the comments what games are you guys picking up this month? What games have you already picked up this month? What games are you looking forward to picking up at any time this year? Are you excited for something in particular? Have you tried out Stranger Paradise? Are you looking forward to Ghostwire Tokyo? I know plenty of people who are stoked about Tiny Tina's Wonderland, so are you one of them? And, uh, yeah, what's a game on here that maybe we didn't mention that you're like, wait, hold up. This game actually is pretty cool looking. You should look into it. Let me know in the comments below. All right, we should jump into what we've been playing uh my list is not that big because i've been playing like one game and some other games on the side um so let's jump in and if there's a game that we're both playing let's just let's just discuss it uh so the games i can't talk about uh is humankind and that's our game of the month that was randomly picked Um, it is a uh civ like game very close to Civ, has some some differences, but it's pretty much Civ. Uh, and we're going to talk about that at the end of the month, but I have played that. Um, I, being being a bit personal here for a second, it also explains why this episode's been delayed a bit. I've had like a pinched nerve for like a week and a half, and it's been excruciating and really hard to fucking sleep. And uh, every time I go to play Humankind, it's when I can't sleep because of it. So I'm in pain and I'm tired. And so it's not been the best way to try and experience a game. So I am I am planning on like actually sitting down and like playing it, playing it now that I'm starting to feel better. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's been my experience with Humankind so far is me regretting being part of it with all this pain. Um, played Ghost Runner. 
Same. We're going we're gonna to talk about that uh, on Plus Club. So I can't talk about it here, but come back for that. I have plenty to say about it. I also played Team Sonic Racing. Same. Um, so we'll talk about that as well on Plus Club. And then the only things I haven't played is Ark Survival Evolved. Technically, I started up and I looked into how servers work. And that's it. Tethering. Yeah. And then uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, I'm waiting until uh, I can schedule um, a day to play it with uh, at least three other people because I would like to do raid content when we were playing it a shitload of it back when it first came out. Uh, we did the first of three parts of the raid. And uh, spoiler, it was pretty fucking cool. So I am looking forward to uh, playing more of it. Also, since we've last played, they've added content. So that'll be cool to talk about as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the three games I can't talk about. Um, I'll talk about the one that you can't talk about at first, just okay. to get that knocked out. Uh, Gran Turismo 7. Uh, I picked up Gran Turismo, Turismo 7 because, of course, I did. I'm a fucking huge Gran Turismo fan. Been waiting for this for years, literally years, like a mainline Gran Turismo. And uh, I'm happy to say I fucking love it. It's fantastic. Uh, it looks beautiful. It's so weird to see the conversation on the graphics on that game because, like, when you play it, when you take like a screenshot of movement and blur effects and stuff like that while things are in motion, um, yeah, it's one thing. But when you're playing that game, there is not a racing game that looks as photorealistic when that game does look photorealistic as Gran Turismo. And that's something they've always strived for since the original Gran Turismo. I still remember when Gran Turismo 2 came out on PlayStation. I was like, these graphics are fucking amazing. Yeah. They look real. And then 3 came out. I'm like, these graphics look amazing. <laughs> they look real. 4 came out. 4 is like the best. Uh, I was like, these graphics are amazing. They look real. And on and so on and so on. Um, so yeah, when this game is looking its best, it's it's phenomenal looking. Um, people also dwell on like the... The environments, which I think look nice, but the car models are fucking insane. Um, sadly, ray tracing is only uh, on replays and uh, the photo modes and stuff, and it looks amazing. But when you play, it does not have ray tracing on. Some people are pretending like that's like taken away from the graphics. I'm like, no, it's taken away from the lighting and the reflections. That's it. The car models are the same. Um, but when you look at the details of every fucking inch of these cars, they're, they're so insanely detailed. It's like beautiful. And the physics on these cars, this is the big thing for me. People talk about a bunch of things when it comes to Gran Turismo. For me, it's the physics. It's not just like every car has the same physics, but just different speeds and stuff. Like you can feel the weight of your car around corners and it adds to the feeling of hitting that apex and gliding around a corner perfectly. Um, but also visually seeing it when you're driving behind somebody and seeing their car actually moving uh, on the suspension mm -hmm. and everything. It's, 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 I fucking love it. Um, the soundtrack is Gran Turismo. I'll put it that way. <laughs> um, if you like prior Gran Turismo games, uh, music, you're going to be right at home here. If you got just a, a weird relationship with it, like I do, you're going to be right at home here. If you hated it, you're not going to be right at home here. Um, I was like, it's funny that Deki Casho is is in it again, which is no big surprise. He's been in them since ever since I think Gran Turismo three, but like all of his songs from every Gran Turismo is in this one, so they're just like doubling down on him, which I think is really funny. Um, I also loved like the the do 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 like oh. kind of like jazzy like like piano music and stuff that plays when you're tuning your car and stuff. Um, Store music, yeah, pretty much, or like elevator music. Uh, it's so good, but um. 
yeah, racing's fantastic. Cars feel really good. They all feel like they got their own characteristics. Uh, they feel individual. Every car I drive feels like a completely different vehicle. And not like I said, not just in acceleration and top speed and braking. I mean, you can dictate all that with uh, you know tuning, but um, they all they all you can like feel the shape of the car uh, when you drive them, um, and it's really fucking cool. Uh, the races are great. The variety's great. Locations are awesome. A uh, variety of cars is is great as well. Um, the cafe is really interesting because it gives you objectives to do. Um, it sets you up with these little missions to complete and then it rewards you with cars. Um, I know a lot of people are completing the cafe and they're viewing it like a campaign. And so they're like, I'm done. What do I do now? And it's like, you do what you always did in Gran Turismo. You race, you make <laughs> money and you buy cars. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what Gran Turismo was before they added the cafe. The cafe just kind of adds some structure probably to keep it like modern and yeah. kind of give people focus. Um, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to just keep doing the cafe forever, but they might add content later. So I don't know, but it's kind of neat. Uh, you go to this cafe, they give you these little menus and they have objectives. You finish them, you, uh, get new cars for it. Um, they have, uh, people who visit the cafe and they'll talk about your car and the history of it. And so like, that's another thing that's really cool about Grand Turismo 07. It's like, this game is like here for car fans but also trying to make people car fans like everything in the game is trying to teach you everything you need to know about cars or fucking jerk you off about cars like hey these fucking these cars are real fucking sick huh and you're like yeah or you're like or it's like hey you don't know much about cars this is what this kind of car is and this they were popularized in the 70s and all this stuff like there's a lot of info in this game that's uh that's really um really neat they put a lot of work into it um, you can just tell the game was made by passionate people, uh, who give a fuck, like really love cars. The, this game's not just like a racing game to be like a fun, fast racing game. It's like car nerds made it. Um, you can make that argument about, I guess any racing game, but like this one just really feels like it, uh, more so than any other Gran Turismo. I've also been using, uh, at first I was using the dual sense, um, which feels great. The controller has all sorts of vibrations you can feel all sorts of parts of your car doing things um the triggers you know uh, are affected by what your car is doing as well um really cool but i hooked up i fucking unburied and hooked up my uh my logitech racing wheel uh with like the steer resistance and shit and uh that's if you can do it that's the way to play if you got a steering wheel uh some, some like arcade racers i don't like using my wheel because it's designed to have like all this like torque and resistance when you're driving and in a game that's arcadey i almost feel like i'm oversteering because i'm turning it barely and i'm getting so much like turn i'm sure you can adjust it but this game as soon as i plugged it in it's just like every car just feels super fucking accurate like it's it's so fucking nice feeling um though with the pinched nerve it was really aggravating my left shoulder uh when the car was like fighting me and shit yeah. um i go and do a couple races i was like i gotta turn the torque down a little bit which is nice because they have those options um one last thing though if you need a middle ground if you're like i would like to play with a wheel but i you know don't want to buy one or can't afford one or whatever reason you don't have one or don't want to get one uh the game offers in the settings a um gyro steering I don't know if this is on everything, but on the PS5 at the very least. And you're able to hold your controller like a wheel, and you're able to steer like this, 
uh, by by turning it. And the thing that's really neat about it is this isn't this isn't the Switch. This isn't the Wii, the Wii U. This is a modern day next gen console with modern day gyroscopic. Uh, sensors and this thing is fucking tight like you can legit play this game and get the same sensation of uh you know small adjustments to your steering with just the controller it actually like really fucking impressed me and you still get all the cool sensations in the controller so it's kind of a cool middle ground especially if you're playing like split screen and one of you had a wheel and the other one wanted a wheel it gives you that option um i definitely endorse it like uh it's it it you could view it as gimmicky, but it doesn't feel gimmicky. It feels really good. They did a really good job with it. And then I haven't done anything online yet. Um, but the last thing I want to shout out with Gran Turismo is it's photo mode. I have one to complain about it, but it's photo mode is fucking awesome. There's like 2,500 locations. Um, and luckily you can filter it by country, location, all that stuff. So, you know, I looked up Washington. It's all Seattle. Um which would be. yeah it's i was like you know we got like fucking mount rainier mount st helens national rainforest we have rainforest we have all sorts of really cool fucking things in washington uh and seattle's it's cool it's dirty but it's cool i like seattle but uh anyway uh yeah you, uh, japan though huge fucking roster of locations and they're all fucking cool um games made in japan yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i like looked at the seattle page and it was like six locations which is cool but then I looked at the Japan one, and I was just, like, scrolling down. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess they're there. Yeah. <laughs> you just walk outside and start taking pictures. And so you could tell somebody went around and, and took, like, a high-res camera. Probably a, a fucking Sony a7R 4 I got one, too. That's really nice. Uh, went around and took pictures in real life of these locations. And then they digitally made them kind of 3d certain things in the image, like railing that's in the foreground. They made it so the car can be behind it. But these are real pictures. But that's neat because it shows just how good these uh, these car models are. Because when you put them with real backgrounds, they look amazing. Especially with the ray tracing, the soft lighting, and the reflections of these pictures. Uh, the photos you can get from this are insane looking. And even when you pause when racing and take a picture, it adds the ray tracing. And it's just, like, fucking amazing. If they can, like, unlock some cores on the PS5 to get the ray tracing to happen while you're racing, they'd be crazy. Because, like, it's it's insane looking. It's, like, really, really fucking... Like, I look at it, I'm like, that's so close to real. It's so close. Like, I'm not even... Once they get real graphics, realistic-looking graphics, I'm not going to be impressed anymore. Because I'm like, we've been close for a while, man. Like, fucking... <laughs> honestly, the, the Uncanny Valley fucking... Um, you'll see like movements that could only be in a video game. And that's when you can tell like, ah, it's a video game then. But like really experience that. What? That feeling, I guess of like the uncanny Valley or whatever. So, cause I know it creeps some people out. Oh, I don't know about feeling it, but as like a almost being real, but not fucking, uh, it's, it's there. I don't, I have no feelings from it, but, um, uh, it's really fucking neat. The, the, my my only complaint about the photography mode, and if you guys know a way around this, let me know. I doubt there is, though. Uh, it's got really good options. It actually asks you when you go to do it. It's like, do you know anything about photography? And I was so happy to be like, yes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, great. And like, I'm looking at aperture, and it's got all this stuff, shutter speed and stuff. I'm like, this is fucking dope. Like, it's not even like simplified stuff. It's like, here's your here's your uh, f-stops, here's your fucking shutter speed and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, I can actually like get into this? That's fucking dope. 
but you can't you can't walk around on the scene so you're stuck on a tripod it's because they took real pictures so they're not gonna like walk around a flat plane that's made 3d um but sometimes i wish i could like move around the car a little bit or one of the the, the saying in photography uh uh, your best zoom is your feet. Like you, you walk towards your, your, uh, subject. And, uh, so sometimes you can zoom in and out, but then if you're at a certain focal length and a certain, um, uh, millimeter of uh, lens, you still want to walk forward to get the, get the shot and you can't do it. So it kind of drives me nuts. But outside of that is very cool to show off your cars. Um, so anyway, Grand Tourism 7 is awesome. I'm hearing some people giving some complaints about a couple things like microtransactions and shit. I have not experienced any wall based off of microtransactions. I've been able to buy every car and save up for cars just fine. So um, if I run into that, I will be honest about it, but I haven't seen it yet. So um, yeah, hopefully it's nothing too bad, but uh, microtransactions is one of the complaints and lack of campaign, which I... I don't think I'll ever be able to identify with. So, um, but maybe I'll finish the cafe and be like, where the fuck's the content? I, I feel don't like know. anytime a game is missing a, a campaign, that's a complaint people have though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I get, but within context, yeah. uh, I was literally just expecting to race, make money and buy new cars in this. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much where my brain would be. Yeah. That's what Grand Turismo has always been. So, but uh, the cafe is cool, and I, I enjoy the structure, and I can just go race if I want or do cafe objectives. And then there's the licensing, which is another thing I keep hearing complaints about, but I haven't really got the details on that, so I don't know what the fuck's going with that. Like they don't want to do it because that's also a staple. Something like it's useless to get a license past a certain point. I don't know. I, I haven't experienced that yet. So, huh. But, uh, yeah, been really enjoying Gran Turismo 7, and it's uh, it's really good. If you are even slightly interested in uh, picking up Gran Turismo 7, I would I would recommend it for sure. Um, just understand that you're playing a, a sim racer, um, although it does have a lot of, like, new player-friendly stuff. Uh, you can turn the AI to, like, easy, medium, hard, and... You can turn on like driving assists, similar to like Forza, um, that will break for you. That's fucking wild to me. But uh, that's, I mean, if if I mean, there, there's some people out there who maybe might be in situations where they can't fully utilize a controller or whatever. Too, so accessibility is a good thing. Yeah, it, it is. It is. I'm just thinking about like if you just did that because you don't want to hit break on your own. Uh, I feel like you're playing the wrong game, possibly. But you bought it. You play how you want, as long as you're not doing that online. Um, yeah. So let's move over to Forza Horizon. Or Forza, Forza Horizon. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. That's the fucking game. I'm just thinking about cars. Uh, played Horizon Forbidden West since it came out. I got about halfway through it. Um, I'm going to be vague with stuff because I don't know where anybody's at, where you're at, anything like that. But I have started if you game. if you know the map, I'm a little past the middle of the map moving forward. Um, and story wise, I will just say I am a couple hours past the base. Uh, hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then play the game and you will know what I'm talking about. Um Man, it's it's weird to think about Forbidden West because it was completely eclipsed by Elden Ring. Um, it came out. I was playing it. 
And I was like, holy shit, dude, like this game, and I'll, I'll still say it. I'm not going to talk about like retroactive like that. Uh, Forbidden West is a triple A fucking game. Yes. It is beautiful. Everything about it. Anybody who's worried about this game being on PS4 and PS5, you don't worry about it. The, the PS5 version is not running on the PS4 version. It's impossible. But the game runs on PS4, which is amazing. They really made a good engine here. Um, although I did run into uh, the stuttering thing that happened. Uh, to a bunch of people, and people are saying they're lying. I'm like, no, it happened to me, so it's real. But uh, I, I can get into that. Uh, so yeah, the game the game is amazing. I think it's one of the best looking games that exists. Um, it's it's phenomenal looking. It plays buttery smooth, dude. It's such a pleasure to fucking play that game. It's everything just flows well. Um, combat, the melee combat is like so much better than it was in the first game. Um, the amount of weapons is fucking insane. Uh, the world is awesome to explore, and the uh, the hologram shield parachute thing, I forgot the name of it, uh, is a really cool addition. It really helps with um, uh, running around and just kind of hopping off cliffs and stuff like that. Uh, it feels like a good addition to the whole game. Um, a lot of the world puzzles are really neat. Um, I like the like ruins they have to kind of like explore. You always look at it, and you're like, that, that small rundown building is like a is like an exploration puzzle but then you explore you're like whoa there's like a whole thing here that's really cool um and yeah battling uh all the robot dinosaurs and animals is a blast it's better than the first game in that regard everything in this game is better um (laughs) when people talk about npcs in games not looking good uh this game begs to differ i look at this game i'm like nobody's doing this <laughs> i the, the the fucking npcs all of them their character models are better looking than a lot of games main characters it's insane i was like thinking when i was playing i was like what if that an open world game like an elder scrolls or something or like a a mass effect or something that had like all these like deep choices in in, in uh in dialogue looked this good it would be so fucking crazy I and mean, that's the one thing this game is missing is some kind some kind of like uh, deeper, expansive like dialogue system, but it's not that kind of game. But I just I'm looking at these character models. I'm like, dude, they put so much work in these characters, the way they look, and the voice acting is phenomenal as well. Um, so that's been really cool. Uh, let's see, story's pretty good so far. I've heard a lot of people raving about it, but they always talk about towards the end. So I think I need to get to some kind of revelation. I got to a point where I'm introduced to some uh, some characters. I'll put it that way. Who uh, Definitely feel like they're changing the pace of what the last game was doing story-wise. And uh, I want to know more about them. Um, yeah, upgrades and hunting is a lot of fun. I uh, I was playing for a while, and then I started getting to the point where I felt like a lot of enemies were getting really hard. And so I was like, I should probably just like stop and go start like upgrading all my all my gear. And the game has a really cool system where like if you're using uh, any gear and you want to get the next upgrade for it, you can track that as a mission, and it'll tell you the ingredients you need or the parts and where to get them on the map. So okay. you can turn every single item in the game into its own side quest, um, which I think is really fucking nice. I'd like to see more games do that. Um, and then lastly, the only the only complaint I have on the game, and it's the, it's the most, it's a horrible complaint that I, I wish I didn't have. Uh, Aloy is kind of annoying to me in the game. Um, she was kind of annoying in the first game, but not really, not too bad. But in this, her dialogue is just so one note constantly, and it 
it becomes it's not the worst thing in the world. I'm not like angry when I play the game, but like she's like the least likable character of all the characters in the game, which is such a weird thing for me to experience because I'm like this game, everything about it's fantastic. And I like the things that she's doing, but when she talks, I'm like you kind of you kind of word that better than that. Like everything's always so like fucking uh I don't know how to word it. It's like always trying to one up everything everyone else says nonstop. And uh the constant repetition of like only I can save the world, only I can save the world. And people are like, I want to help you. No, only I can do this, like constantly, constantly. And then telling people like you'll never be able to do that. I have to take care of this. And it's like I get you're the hero, but like I can't think of any hero, any like big famous hero from any game ever talking like this. I've never heard any of them talk like this. So it's uh it's a little off putting, but uh it's it I can overlook it. It's not a big deal. It's just I feel like kinda lazy in the writing department. The performance is good, so I have to give Ashley Birch uh credit she's been doing voice acting for a while now and i think she's done good on everything that she's done i think the writing for aloy is uh, a little too one note but everyone else is really good too or not too just in general um like i said the npcs like are all intriguing i'll talk to people although that's another complaint i have is like some of the npcs the way they talk they seem like i'm like how are you surviving in this world because they seem like they're like they don't understand anything like there's like towards the beginning of the game this guy's like I just, I'm just trying to make food, but everybody just makes fun of me and makes me feel bad. And she's like, you need self-confidence. He's like, I do. And she's like, yeah. And then like when he beat the fucking mission, she's like, remember self-confidence. He's like, thanks. And I'm like, what's that guy a child? <laughs> like how, how is he alive in this world? Um, and you run into situations like that pretty often where people just seem like they don't know what the fuck's happening. And I'm like, how is any, everyone is so incompetent, but then there's other, other side characters I think are well done. So. Um, yeah, I think there's just a really strong push to make Aloy like heroic in a lazy way. Um, it could be written better, but other than that, everything else about the game is absolutely stellar. Uh, and then lastly, I just want to touch on, um, they've probably patched it by now. I know it has to be some kind of thing that could be patched easily because my game runs buttery smooth 99.9% of the time, but there's two instances instances and I have footage of it in case somebody doesn't believe me. Uh, I doubt that though, um, where I encountered unplayable lag, uh, lag I haven't seen in a long time on anything. Uh, it would start stuttering and it was like, I was fighting, a a boss at one point when it happened and it actually helped me because it was like I was playing in slow-mo. Oh. My frames were like skipping so hard that like I could just tell everything I was about to do. And I was like, whoa. But I was like, I'm not playing the game like this. Right. And I restarted the game and it happened again. And then I restarted my PS5 and I've never seen it again. Um, I just want to bring that up because I saw a lot of people kind of like bring it up like, hey dude, why is this why is this happening? And people would like accuse them of being like Xbox fans. And I'm like, no, 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 this is like real. Hopefully they fix this. Cause like, otherwise the game's great, but it's definitely something like in the code or something. Cause the game runs fine. The same boss I was fighting before all of a sudden decided to lag. And it's really weird. Some people are saying it's only in the performance mode that does that though, which I think is really interesting. Huh? And not in the, I forget what it's called. The graphics mode. 
but I don't know. Cause I, don't, I, I played it like that at the beginning just to look at it. I was like, whoa. And then I was like, I need the 60 frames per second, dude. Like <laughs> fucking that's, that's really ruined me on everything. I always check the best you can get graphic graphics wise in these games on, on uh, PS five. But, uh, then I go right back to performance mode because the games still look fantastic and they run so smooth. So fucking smooth. I love it. But yeah, I uh, I do plan on beating the game. I just have been sidetracked by playing uh, Elden Ring, which is all I've been playing since, which we'll talk about. Thoughts? Um, not a lot, to be honest, because I've barely played the game. <clears throat> I um, I started up. I uh, I played what I guess you would consider the intro mission to the game, and then the uh, catalyst for your next journey happens and you talk to a few people before you you leave essentially mm. uh, that's as far as i've gotten so right that to that point so barely played it um so but in that time um it does play really well for sure like you said um i do think it looks really good it's probably one of the best looking games i've seen um i was very impressed playing it uh especially you know playing a game on console so yeah that's uh, the wild thing like uh to have like a true exclusive on a console and looking at it and you're going like that looks better than even like most PC games. Yeah, like it's, it's a really it's, good looking game. Like Gorilla really went like we gotta like fucking push this yeah. and show off what the PS5 can do. Well, then even when like NPCs are talking and stuff like that, they just they look so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice acting is very good, even when talking to um, some of the NPCs in that spot. Because I don't want to talk too much, obviously, about details. Um, even just listening to their dialogue was intriguing. I was able to like just sit there and listen to them talk. Um, and that is, you know, obviously, uh, in large part to the voice actors, but also, um, that the, the mocap and all that was done so well that I was able to watch it without really, um, I don't know what I'm looking for. Anyways, the whole experience is really good in that regard. Um, <clears throat> they did a really good job, uh, with making the game still feel like the last game, but just feel better. And I don't know how to put that in words other than it just, it feels familiar, but smoother. So, um, I haven't gotten into any of the systems and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to playing more of it, but for similar reasons, uh, I, I kind of just ended up putting it down. Uh, I was playing that in lost Ark, and I, uh, oh, yeah. I'm not playing either now. Lost Ark. I forgot about that game. So. No intention to quit playing those games. They're just on pause. <laughs> you actually have, and I know you do as well, not that it matters to anybody watching this, but uh, some vacation coming up. And yeah. I plan on doing a staycation to kind of tie up some loose ends on any games that I've been playing while working and having these short fucking weekends yeah. um, to just sit down and fucking play these games. So maybe do some streams. But uh, I remember I remember one last thing I want to bring up about this game, and it's like not going to be important to most people. But uh, remember when we watched the trailers, and I was saying something was like weird looking about the game visually. Okay, it was like good looking, but like kind of like for some reason the background looked weird and the foreground looked off. I realize I realize exactly what the problem is. Uh, for me personally, a lot of people probably even notice this, but um, the obviously it's not real bokeh. Uh, it's not real focal length, uh, but what they do in the game is when the characters talk to other characters, the background is completely blurred out in most of the shots. Uh, there's not a whole lot of depth of field. It's just blurred out. 
Um, it's like they're standing. It's like the the actors are in a in a green screen room, like they would be in mocap. And then they just added a blurred background in the background, and it's not necessarily a big deal because I know those backgrounds really exist. You get to run around them, but I wish they would have put a little more work into making the background a little more, a little less blurred out. It just it seems like, um, I mean, it's borderline close to like if you just had a black background when you did dialogue with the characters. It looks like they're just standing there out in the middle of nowhere, um, and so. Not a big deal, but it was nice to finally be able to pinpoint what the hell is weird to me about when I watch those trailers. Because uh, I was like, why is the why does the environments look so weird when it shows the main character who looks amazing? I remember when we watched the trailer, I'm like, her character model looks amazing, but where the fuck's the world at? Right. Um, and it's because we're seeing dialogue, and so the backgrounds are all blurred out and shit. So, which I think is an interesting uh, artistic choice, um, but. I wish it was a little more natural. I wish things closer were still in focus and it got slowly out of focus, not just fucking artificially fucking blurred out because it looks like like a green screen. So it's kind of weird. But yeah, those are the only two really complaints. Yeah. Um, do you plan on playing more? At some point. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The only thing the game's missing is multiplayer. I want that co-op, baby, and everything. Anything else? All right, speaking of games of the co-op, I've been playing Elden Ring. Um, I, I'm sure you guys know all about that. You guys have probably been playing it as well, and if you haven't, I'm sure you've heard about it. Uh, I'm just going to be straight up real quick. Uh, this is definitely one of From Software's best games they ever made, uh, which is really cool to say. I still am a Bloodborne guy, though. Like, fucking, if they made this game but Bloodborne, I'd, I'd be like, this is the fucking, this is a perfect game. Because Elden Ring is like the funnest one of these games has felt to me, but Bloodborne's like fucking the coolest. Everything about Bloodborne, I just love the gameplay, the visuals. I, I don't like the, the weapon aspect, but I I, uh, I prefer the slower pace of like the Soul, Dark Souls games. So. Yeah, I just think it'd be cool to have like like urban environments and obviously like outdoor environments, but in like a Bloodborne world that's open world oh, I love like this. The aesthetic it would for be sure. so yeah. fucking cool. It'd be so fucking cool. Um. But anyway, Elden Ring. Um, Elden Ring is a fucking blast. This game, where uh, Horizon Forbidden West met my expectations, I expected this game to just be fl- like fucking amazing and AAA, and it was. Elden Ring exceeded my expectations. I was like, this is gonna be a solid game. It's from software. They don't fucking miss. But then I I played it and I was like, holy shit! They fucking <laughs> that time they took to make this game. It's not. It's this isn't a situation where you're like, where the fuck did the time go? This isn't Battlefield 2042. This is the opposite. You see the fucking time they put into this game. It is packed full of fucking good content. There's some repeated bosses, and they do like vary in ways that you know it's not an exact repeat, but it's like the same boss. Maybe there's two now, whatever. There's like 100 fucking bosses. In the game, there's, yeah. but there's so many fucking bosses. There's so <laughs> many like original bosses as well, and there's so many fucking locations, and there's so many nooks and crannies that I thought were only going to be in the dungeons of this open world, and they fucking did it in the whole thing. This whole map is so well designed. I fucking love it. The game starts you out in one area, and as soon as you uh, come out of of, uh, it's so funny. Nobody did the tutorial. Everyone I've talked to didn't do the tutorial right in the beginning. Didn't you, you do down? Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I think I was telling you to do that though. Well, yeah, because we're uh, 
Or you're trying to get me. Yeah, you were sitting with me to get me ready for co-op. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not that you want to figure it out on your I, own. I don't but, play these games. So. But, uh, but I was like, <laughs> oh, you just hop down there to do the tutorial. But uh, I did the tutorial because you walk up to a guy sitting in a chair and he says something about jumping down the depths or whatever. And then there's all these fucking things. And I look down, there's a ledge. I'm like, oh, I'll just jump down there and see what's down there. It's the tutorial. But then like I've seen so many people going like, I don't know, there was a tutorial in the game. You know what's funny is I'm like, that's great. And then I brought it up to people I know and they're like, I didn't do it. I've watched like four to five different streamers, um, this being their first game. Um, And their chat literally was like, go down there, go down there. That's the tutorial, go down Mm -hmm. there. Because they were just beelining for the door. It's like, you can't, don't beeline in this game. So many fucking people (laughs) are just beelining. And then they're like, the game's hard. I'm like, dude, it's in, first off, it's a fucking open world. Yeah, go explore. Go any direction. Uh, And then also, like, it's an RPG. Fucking level up. What are you doing? Like, so weird. I don't want to get on that topic. You can cheese out real bad if you just fucking max your stats out. So, oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, as soon as you leave this place and even in this place, I forgot what they're called, but they're like the locked dungeons. They use the sword keys for, um, yeah, there's one right in the fucking beginning. I went back and did it. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like this dungeon's dope. I forget to go back. Should do that. It's, it's a neat one. Um, but like you come out and as soon as you come out, you're just met with these like rolling grassy fields and forest and right over to the right, there's just a fucking tree sentinel on a golden horse walking around. And as soon as I came out, I'm like, I'm not fighting him. So I, I actually think it's really funny because I, I saw someone on TikTok kind of make a joke about this too, or like you start the game and you get the, the soul's experience of the fuck you boss. Here's the game. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards is a second fuck you boss. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with the trees and all. all. All these games start start with some like optional boss, and I saw him. And as soon as I saw the size of him, and he's on a gold horse and shit, I'm like, that guy's not yeah. that guy's not to be fucked with right now. So I waited on it, and luckily I did. I came back later and fought him, um, and he was pretty challenging even then. But um, that motherfucker also adapts to whatever kind of character you are too. Yeah, it's really interesting. But. uh but yeah, you, you like just upon leaving, you walk out, you find this church, you have a checkpoint there with their bonfires. I'm going to call everything the souls names. I don't care what the fuck they called in this. It's all souls. It's Estes is flasks. Um, the grace. It's I don't care. But uh, and then from the church, like you just fucking set out. You can go out in the woods. There's a fucking cave with some wolves in it. You go up north. There's there's a fucking dungeon there with its own. Every place has its own boss. Go down to the beach or that you two. can't even see from the fucking cliffside. And when you go down there, you just look up and it's just this huge cliffside. And you're on this gigantic beach and you're like, the scope and scale of this is insane. And this is only the, the very beginning. You move up a, like a little bit past this area and you're just like, there's a whole other zone. And then you move up past the lake and you're like, there's a whole other zone. And then you go past that and you're like, there's a whole other zone in these mountains. And then there's a whole other zone in this volcano. And you know, there's a whole other zone over fucking in Khaled. Or Kayla, or the fuck it's called, which that place sucks. I know, I know the memes. Um, then you go underground, and there's whole fucking zones underground. Like this, this game is huge. I found my first underground zone, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, when yeah. I when I first went down the the elevator, I was just going down. I'm like, "This is a big elevator." Mm-hmm. And then, like like a minute later, I'm like, "I'm still going down. What's down here?" Yeah. And then as I came down, I started seeing like a, a ceiling to a cave roof, and then I saw like past buildings and shows like. Oh fuck, dude! This is a zone, dude. This isn't a dungeon. Um, yeah, it's it's insane, and none of it feels lazy. Not fucking one inch. Nothing does. Like the 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 design of the world is so well done, and 
nothing's like, hey, go over there. Like there's some there's some side quests and some somebody will vaguely tell you there's a person over there, you should go talk to them. There's this guy I've marked on your map, go kill him. That's that's kind of rare though. But for the most part, the game is fueled by pure fucking curiosity. It has such interesting design that you look in a direction and you're like, what's that? And you go over there and you find out I, if I should be here or not. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I watched that happen to Chris today. He went to go fight a boss, tried a couple times. like, oh, okay, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've ran into a couple things where I'm like, I'll be back. <laughs> this isn't, I'm not ready for this yet. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, I'm not ready for this. And I beat him. I'm like, whoo. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a really fucking good game. Um, it's everybody knows this, but it's the culmination of everything that From Software has learned since Demon Souls. Everything that they've made since then, it's all in this game in certain ways, and it's done really well. Um, I'm playing a uh, samurai, but I'm dual wielding katana, some dex based. I got a shell of endurance. I've been putting points into my uh, vigor. Is that the stat for health? Yes. Uh, because lately, and I'm like 85 right now, I'm 60 hours into the game, I think. Um, I've been dying more than I was for a while. For a while, there, I was kind of walking through a lot of shit. But now I'm like getting killed. Got caught up. <laughs> yeah. So I've been mostly working on my, on my survivability because my, my damage is still good. I'll fight bosses. And I do chunks of damage on them, but they'll hit me like once. And I'm like almost dead, and they fucking whack me a second time. And there's one dude who like would knock me on my back, and while I'm on my back, he goes boom and hits me a second time and kills me. I'm like, well, I need more health, so yeah. or more armor. Uh, I'm using medium armor because I want the mobility. I try to lean towards light though, so I, I always try to get into that area. But um, so I like to run around, roll and, and slash and shit. But yeah, I'm still using the sheath ability. Um, I was using, I forgot what it's called, but the blood one. But I went back to using the sheath just because I like the aesthetic and I like the ability to have a downward slash and a sideways slash. It also does a shitload of damage, and now I have like properties like fire, cold, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have like a fire slash I do now. Um, and yeah, dual wielding katanas is awesome because if you're dual wielding the same weapons, I've noticed with a lot of weapons, they have their own combo that does not exist without two of the same weapon. Um, so with two katanas, I'm able to do quick slashes and at the end swing both of them at the same time for a chunk of damage. Um, it sucks dual wielding though, because I've been upgrading both weapons. And so I'm using double the resources to, um, to level them up, but I do really good damage. So I'm not, I'm not complaining there. Um, yeah. Uh, also, regardless of what how you feel about how this game sh- should be played, which I I just don't have I don't have the interest in that conversation. Um, playing co op is a blast. Uh, some people might think that kind of cheapens the experience. I've right, I've I've fought every major boss on my own so far, but um, I have uh, played quite a bit of co op with uh, you and Sarah for a little bit, and then I've played with Sarah. And it's really fucking fun. And my favorite thing about it is it is, oddly enough, the closest experience I've had to D&D in a video game, like, ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, being able to run around as, like, a fucking, like, a shirtless, tool-wielding, like, rogue-type character. And then having, like, two different magic users with me that are completely different. One's more of, like, a cleric assassin that does heal stuff. And the other one's, like, a full-on fucking, like... Um, nuking fucking uh, you know sorcerer type character 
is really neat. There's no games like that, really. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's the closest thing to fucking Dragon's Dogma with multiplayer or play as well. So That's fair. Um, so, yeah, even if you're somebody who's, like, opposed to the idea of playing with people because you feel like, oh, that just makes the game easier. Two things. First off, one, enjoy yourself. Have fun in life. And then secondly, <laughs> um, it's worth it. And secondly, um, this game is aware that, that co-op is pretty simple to do now. Um, and it scales the bosses. And so as somebody who fought the bosses on my own and then fought them with people uh, to help them on their uh, run, uh, the boss was almost more difficult when I couldn't tell it's aggro as well and when it had more health and I'm doing less damage. Um, the the main bosses, at least, are really good at uh, deciding to change aggro mid-swing, which is something I haven't really seen in like any game ever. It's fucking crazy. Some of the bosses will like just attack somebody and then you hit them and they turn and start attacking. You can read it real easily. But when you're fighting like, Margit or something like that, this dude will like cock back and be half swinging and then fucking just swing and hit somebody else. And it's really hard to read that when you're playing against them on your own, you know, every text coming at you. Yeah. Unless you're using the, uh, uh, a summon or something. Yeah. Cause then there's aggro again. But, um, yeah, I mean, even when I was doing co-op on the, I'm not going to say the names, I'm going to try to keep it, uh, somewhat secretive, even though, so many people posting videos about this game it's impossible to, to it's everywhere dude yeah. it's like um not that i want to tribute to skyrim because i'm not like the big skyrim fan but it is like a phenomenon similar to skyrim well after i finish this piece i got uh, another interesting tidbit I'd, i'm gonna throw out there but uh <clears throat> the the boss of the academy i'll just say that um Renella. doing the that co-op um because the spells that they cast like have a delay to them at first, sometimes I think they were aimed at me or at Chris or at, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, I like make the wrong decision. I was like, blap, I'm getting hit by him. And I was just dead. So I was like, oh. yeah. So, um, yeah, it is interesting uh, for sure that the aggro. That's a really neat fight. Uh, I remember fighting the first part of it for the first. I, that fight took me two tries. It bugged on me the first time. Oh, really? Interesting. Has a co-op bug. Oh, I'm, the shields I... won't appear. Hmm, makes it impossible. Interesting. Yeah, I had to like intentionally die to reset it. <laughs> I want to run through that with Sarah, so I'll have to remember that. Um, but the first time I did it. At first, I was like kind of confused what's going on in the in the library. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, people are just throwing shit at me. Yeah. And I start noticing the shields, and I start fucking going after them. And uh, I just kind of noticed. I'm like, this is gonna be really easy. And I was like, this isn't the boss. No. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still fighting her. I'm like, what's next? And then like I finished her off, and I'm like, what are you gonna turn They're into? One, probably the coolest looking places i've seen it's neat but i was like what are you gonna turn into because that wasn't a fight yeah what was that that was just like figure this out that's it and then fucking the next part starts and i was like fuck here comes i knew it and uh as soon as the fight started i'm just looking at him and just laser right in my face and i tried to dodge out of it but i was just going just taking damage and i just died i was like okay yeah and then on my second try since i started i started flanking to the left a lot of <laughs> a lot of the magic in the game when they shoot at you it's delayed just enough that yes. if you're constantly moving it'll miss you and i've put a lot of points into my stamina so i can move a lot but um 
yeah, the second time around, I just I was aware she was going to just blast at me, so I fucking just started running. And then as soon as her summons started showing up, I was like, I'm not fighting you. And I just ran past them and started hitting yeah, her. Yeah, they do spawn after well, anyways. Yeah, exactly. I just it's, I never even swung at one. As soon as they showed up, I'm like, I'm not I'm not fighting two of you. I'm just gonna kill her as quick as I can. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting fight. Um, it is much easier than the one before, though. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> that dude sucks. <laughs> Wait, you mean in the same place? No, no, the oh, okay, the, okay, the, okay. the main bosses yeah. of the game or whatever, the the most easily accessible one that you do first that that people always beeline to and then go, the game's hard. Or well, to, to be fair, Margit is still, in my opinion, one of the hardest bosses I've fought I, in the game I, so far. I, I don't mean Margit. I mean uh, Godric. That's what I, mean. well, I thought he was easy as fuck. Yeah, but she. I think she's easier. Oh, yeah, way easier, so. for sure. Um, in fact, after Margit, I was like, all these bosses are really fucking easy. The only part I didn't like about but, Godric was the the second phase, and that's just because um, the uh, um, straight line one that he does uh, would just melt me. But I don't have a lot of hit points, so that's a weakness in my character as well. I uh, I was lucky and just like fucking went nuts on him on a second form. Like I, I had actually willed him down further than halfway when he went to that phase. Uh-huh. And so as soon as it started and I saw him have the stupid fucking puppet on his hand, I just rushed him because I was like, that's a distance move. And I ran up and started fucking wailing on him. Um, and, and honestly, if I'm being honest, fucking my health was like here though. Yeah. And so was his. And I was like, and I just fucking so fuck got it. summit <laughs> fever and start fucking swinging. I was like, Oh God. And then I got him. I was like, Holy shit. So it was really close. But, um, yeah, what I ended up having to do on that fight was, uh, save my FP flasks. So I just did melee the first half of the fight. And then when the face s- switched, I switched to magic finally. Mm. Cause I was just burning through my mana too fast in the first phase. So. Yeah. Um, for anybody who might think like, oh, so, so, so everything's easy. Not true. Fucking, like I said, Margaret, when I first fought him, he was fucking rough. Um, also, the world bosses are pretty rough. World bosses are pretty rough too. But uh, for anybody who knows him, I've ran into Radon and I haven't beaten him yet. I've seen his name a lot. He's, f- I can see that I'm going to beat him soon. I've almost killed him a couple times now. But, uh, yeah, as soon as that fight started, I was like, uh-oh. And then, like, I get up close to him. I'll keep it vague. And I was just watching his moves, and I'm like, I can read your moves, but you don't really stop. And so there's a lot going on. Um, and there's ways to cheese him out, I guess, but I'm not looking to do that. Um, one thing about Radon's really neat, though. Uh, I don't know if anyone else is seeing this or if it's just me, but I'm watching his movements. I'm like, he looks like a mech from Armored Core. Oh, weird. He does a lot of like side strafing where he's sliding around you and he's just swinging and shit. And it looks like a fucking mech to me. Oh, weird. And I'm like, is that on purpose? <laughs> are they are they telling me armored cores inbound? What's what is this? Yeah, um, cool. It's it's a pretty neat fight though, but it's one of the only times in the game so far I've been like fucking annoyed. Uh, there's also another guy too. I'm trying to get into. I forgot what the place is called. But it's like a capital. Um, and uh, there's a like elite sentinel on a horse who has some fucking crazy magic and i almost killed him as well so i'm like right on the cusp of getting past both these parts but he's fucking rough too uh because his horse shoots fireballs at me while he's shooting lightning at me and if you get close he just fucking goes nuts with the sword while he's on the horse gotcha and uh it's rough yeah i'm uh 
I'm only like 30 hours in and I've spent a lot of time just in the, just the beginning area. So, Oh dude, I should yeah. be further than I am, but I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm love, I'm not even doing it to like grind. I'm doing it cause I fucking love exploring this game. Yeah. It's so fuck. It's, it's outside of like the choices you would get in a game. That's like an Elder Scrolls game. It's far superior in its exploration than almost any game I've played. that's open world. It's open world is worth exploring it. Not even, I was, t- I was talking to a coworker about this. Um, a lot of these open world games, I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to level up so I can fulfill my perks and use all my skill points and get my build made. This game, it's only supplementing the, your amount of damage you can do and amount of hits you can take and stamina and stuff like that. But the real thing I'm 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 doing in this game is like exploring to find new cool gear because there's mm-hmm. so much armor and so many weapons in this game and so many cool things to find and unique items that like once you find it, you're like, what the fuck's this do? And they have their own moves sometimes, or they have moves you can put on there. There's elements you can put on your weapons. Um, you can really make fucking some really cool builds in this game. The dungeons are awesome. Some of them are like short and sweet, which I love because not everything needs to be some big fucking epic thing. And sometimes they're deceptively larger than you thought they were. I just did a dungeon recently that's like multiple floors that all look the same, but you're telling teleporting between all of them. So you start getting confused on where the fuck you are. It's like a, it's like a maze. It was like really neat. Um, just I, I absolutely just love exploring this game. Uh, Torrent's also a really cool addition to the Souls formula. The horse combat is fucking awesome. Uh, some bosses are like way easier to fight on your horse. The mobility and the double jump is like I've, so I've fucking that. nice. I, um, I'm always in co-op though, so I don't get to use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a really cool addition. It feels so natural too to the formula. Um, but like I like being on foot too because like this game you can like really overlook some shit. There are places I've been to like. 10 times and I'll get on foot and I'm walking through some ruins and like right around the corner. I'm like, Oh, there's a fucking bonfire here. I had no idea. Dude. Sometimes that's such a relief though. Sure. But I'm saying like <laughs> I've traveled through this area multiple times. Oh yeah. I yeah. thought to like find a, a bonfire there. And then I find one. I'm like, how'd they hide that? So well, easily? And you know, it's funny too. Cause In plain sight, uh, Chris was playing with, with me one time and I, I had a bonfire and I was like, Hey, meet me at blah, blah. He's like, I don't have that. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, go here and I'll just show you where it's at then. And went over there. He's like, oh, yeah. I walked right past that apparently. Yeah. Aside, <laughs> man, my camera looking at both of us with glasses on is having problems with the focus. Oh, yeah. Um, I should probably manually focus it, but fuck it. Um, Pop my hat up, see if it helps. Outside of all the people I know who are like looking up everything on YouTube and watching videos, which is fine. You bought yeah. the game, play how you want. Um, but outside of them, people who are just like organically exploring the game, everybody's like finding things differently or, or progressing differently, which yeah. is so fucking neat. They're like in a game that lacks like, like narrative choice. It has so much playable choice. The game is pure gameplay uh in in the best way possible the combat is is hard but fair for the most part sometimes the camera does souls things um yeah i've been i've been uh souls born camera fucked a couple times i've like <laughs> rolled back into and like a candlestick makes my camera go up like fucking might as well be upside down i'm like i can't see i can't see i can't see and i'm getting hit i'm like oh my god <laughs> um i i don't know i'm just like so impressed with this game because it's like so much more than i thought it was going to be and there's so much to do in it it's it's overwhelming. Uh, I kind of have completed a couple zones, and I like I still find shit in those places sometimes. Yeah. Um, also, the uh, I forgot what's called the 
something. It's like a potion that you can add two properties to. Oh yeah. And uh, that system's fucking dope. I when just I got that. when I discovered that, I was like, "Holy shit!" You can like alter the way you play as with this as well. Yeah, I need to find some more, um, whatever they're called, erd trees. Is that where you get minor erd trees? Yeah, there's yeah. a they're on the map. Any tree will have like a erd tree guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris and took me to one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah and when yeah. you defeat them, they give two. Okay. Okay. Uh, elements. I don't think there was a boss at the first tree we went to. I mean, maybe not. I've been to like one or two that weren't exactly like the other ones, yeah. but most of them all just have like a big tree guy well, they I, fight. Because I think Chris was like, be careful going around the tree. And yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. So, and then there was just the thing there, and he's like, oh, oh no, that's it right there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. Um, it's a really cool system, though. Like, they, it's just like they took the formula. And they and they expanded it in the best way possible, and they added all these cool little systems to just make it just a little more deeper. And then with these side quests that uh, you can do that are pretty expansive, and they're like they don't hold your hand at all. Mm-hmm. Like you find a sheet of paper, and the chick's like, "Yeah, read the paper and just follow the instructions on there, and then come back to me." I'm like, "Okay," and I read it. It's like, "Go to this region and find this guy." I'm like, "Okay," and there's no nothing pointing me in the direction. She's like, "Go over there and find him." I'm like, "Okay." Um, or if you kill a character, it's like, well, if you had a quest line, you ain't fucking doing it this playthrough. Um, and uh, so in a weird way, it has, like, choices you can make. Or, like, you know, a character you look at and, like, he might be cool. Be like, I want your weapon. And so you kill him and they're like, now you can't get the armor that he gives you in a mission. So it's, like, all these weird fucking choices you have to yeah. make. Yeah. Well, and they then they also have the, what's that called, uh basically you can like pray or pray away your sins or whatever. Yeah. And then it'll respawn NPCs as well, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of neat. Which is you might it, accidentally fuck. Which up. is yeah. welcome because like in prior games, you know, you would kill a character and that was your playthrough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I forgot that they added that in this cause I have talked to that person. I just haven't used them. So I was like, is this what I think it is? Um, it's just the, the design is so well done and the, and constantly I'm just like coming around a corner of anything and I just look out and I'm like, what is all that? What does all this do? There's always just mystery and, and, and adventure. Um, and yeah, the, the from software pedigree of like map design is fucking 10 times in this. Like back in the day when I'm like, it's crazy. You can go down this way and then you go down this hallway and you're like, where does this go? And you go on this whole fucking adventure and then you open a door and you're back where you were earlier and you're like, how did I get back here? <laughs> this whole game's that. Yeah. I mean, like when you first go to uh, Stormvale uh, Castle, or the fuck it's called, it's that's just a level for that. Like, that's just the, a section of a Dark Souls that, game. That could have been a whole section. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I like went up and had this whole adventure getting over the wall of the castle because you can't go through the front door of it, which is just a cool I mean, idea. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then I come like like crest the fucking wall and I'm looking and I'm like, this is like a whole castle that I have to go through. And they have this whole ass adventure. I forget the outer world even exists. I'm like, I'm playing a Dark Souls game. And then when you finish it, you come back out and you're like, oh yeah, this is an open world. Yeah. There's other places like the, this. Those two bosses were just uh just like this own three bosses, isolated actually. story. Somebody explained it really well. They're saying that this game feels like uh from software's Disneyland. You're like, I'm going to go to the Bloodborne world. It is 100% a theme park. They're like, yeah. I'm going to go to the Dark Souls section and all this shit. Because even when I went to the Academy, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Bloodborne. I, 
I know I went to one section where the it looked like a swamp, but the water was like red or something like that. Yeah, red rod, or what the fuck it's called. Yeah, and uh, I grabbed the grace that was that was out there, and there's like a little like you just go around the corner, and there's like just a circle place. Like, oh, okay, it's a boss arena, mm-hmm. and you go in there. Is the guy with I think he has a lance, and he summons like ads constantly through the fight mm-hmm. too. Anyways, I was I remember going there and just like like this place looks completely different and there's all these like little broken down ruins all over the place and like some of them had chests and some of them were just like filled with with guys who didn't want to get close to you and wanted to do ranged attacks where you're stuck in the muck and then uh yeah then going and finding that that boss and like doing that i was just like this is insane like i i could have just walked right past this and, and probably been fine but you know, because I decided to walk out here and just go ahead and try to walk through all this garbage. There, there's rewards out here to be had. So, mm. um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's legit one of the best open world designs I've seen in a game. Yeah, um, just the way they've designed it in a sense that like your own curiosity drives. Yeah, where you're going. And finding these things and having these adventures that somebody might not have had unless they're watching all the YouTube videos. Um, and I like that the the bonfires point you in the direction of the main stuff to do. So, like, when people are like, I don't know what to do. It's like, well, just look at the bonfire and follow those. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to beat the game, yeah. um, you well, can do that. And, and, and also... Hopefully you're high skilled at that point if you're not, well, if you're just beelining it. And, you know, there's ways to make it easier. You know, you can, you can summon... Um, both a like familiar and oftentimes an NPC. Um, I don't even like saying it's it's a way to make it easier though. I mean, those are accessibility options, but the game f- openly offers those. It's not even a secret. They want you to use your summons. No, for sure, for sure. I, I'm just saying, like the 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 ability to to it is an ability to make the fights significantly easier because mm-hmm. now there's multiple targets for aggro. So um, I'm sure a lot of people just run in, and don't even think about it. Yeah. And they're like, why is it so hard? Well, you didn't look around. <laughs> um, so, well, either, either, I think it was Margaret I fought without the fucking NPC. Because one of the, one of the two in Stormvale, I didn't, I didn't use I an NPC. I think it's Godric that you get the, the chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I fucked that up though, because I summoned her twice and she never came back. And when I summoned her twice, I didn't even fight Godric. I went, I was grinding and she was running around with me until she would die. And then after two times, she didn't come back. And I was like, fuck, okay, well, I guess I got to oh, fight him. I, I used her a bunch. Um, but I did summon my jellyfish guy when I fought Godric. Gotcha. Yeah, I had Chris with me and that NPC with me. Yeah, so, yeah when me and Sarah fight. did it, when I was um, playing on hers, we it was me, her, and the Amazon chick. Yeah. But I like I, I was fully planning on bringing her with me, but then she just didn't, her thing didn't come back. That's and I was so like, weird. uh-oh. It's kind of like when uh, we did that. That one mine shaft with with Sarah, and for some reason she didn't get the yeah stones. So yeah, which is I'm still annoyed by. Yeah, it's really weird because those are just like free fucking smithing stones, and yeah. she just didn't get any of them. Um, um I, you can you, later in the game you can just buy them, but still those are still smithing stones she wouldn't have had to buy for sure. It's like it, upgrades it's she wouldn't have had. Yeah, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I mean, from my perspective though, um, to just kind of talk about the game real quick. Yeah, I, uh, I, I could just gush about it. I uh, I don't play open world games. They are they're really difficult for me to play. I also don't play Souls games because they're very difficult for me to play. And um, 
those are still true, but I am playing this game surely out of the desire to want to play the game because, um, like we said already, um, it's just really well made uh, visually and just that that uh, one of the few times I've played a game where like exploring it is rewarding feeling. Um, and not always bosses. Sometimes it's just like a random chest or something or some NPC. I was walking by a bush that was talking to me all of a sudden and I whacked it and it was a, a spell on the guy and then he had like his own whole thing to say. So I was just like, this, Interesting. this is really neat. I like, ran into that. So I ran by a, a tree bush area though where I heard somebody singing. I couldn't find who it was. And this was a guy like he's like, I know you see me, blah blah blah. I was like, I don't see you. Like, huh. what the fuck's going on? And then I noticed one bush was different color than the rest of them, and I just swung at it, and it turned into fog. And all of a sudden, there's this weird little like goblin dude there. Just like the so. there's this like just normal NPC that that is hanging out with a sword and a torch down in the south area and uh, the peninsula, weeping peninsula, I think it's called, and. uh when you hit him, he turns into a bear. And if you haven't ran into this kind of bears over in the east, it's quite the surprise because it's a very aggressive bear. And it's funny because it's just a normal NPC. And you hit him, and it just turns into that. Oh, interesting. So the I, game's full of all these fucking surprises. I did fight one bear, and it was terrifying. <laughs> like a normal bear or like the big bear with the long arms, the front long arms? He was scratching a tree. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah he was, was scary. Because <laughs> yeah, there's like normal bears, and they're fucking easy. Well, but, the, yeah, the baby bears or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I call them normal bears because it's about the size of a bear. <laughs> I just assume they're the babies. Yeah. yeah. The big ones, though. <laughs> yeah. Those things are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, goddamn. Look like a little bear on steroids, dude. Also, like, the scale's crazy, too, because, like, fighting um, the dragon from the trailer. Yeah. Um, that whole area is just your uh, your arena with that thing, and it will, like, climb and walk down cliff sides and stuff like that. And uh, you're like, I have to fight this thing? <laughs> like, it's yeah. wild, man. Yeah, there's been multiple fights where I'm, like, as soon as the fight starts, I'm like, I have to fight that. <laughs> and then, like, after I beat it, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. That's such good design. Well, it's funny, too, because after we, we you know, did it a couple times and we finally beat it, I was, like, looking around. The landscape was completely destroyed from the, the dragon just landing everywhere and breaking all the trees and stuff. And I was just like, holy crap, that was, like, one of the coolest, like, looking fights I've done. Like this is like it was so impressive to just watch the fight happen while I was doing it. That is the one of the things that um, is genius about the, the design of all their games is like they put you in these situations that seem like fucking impossible. You're like, I can't fucking fight that. Yeah. And then you beat it and you're like, I fucking killed that thing, dude. <laughs> and it's like that's that's designed like that on purpose. It wasn't a fluke that you beat it or that you felt like you couldn't fucking I've fight only really it. even seen that in like maybe God of War. Yeah, that's such a from software thing when people complain about their difficulty and it's like they're really not as hard as you think they are. They just fucking psych you out and you're and you're just playing into that. There are hard bosses. All you have to do, all you have to do, (laughs) like in any game ever that where you level up, it's just go grind a little bit if you're having an issue. Um, Well, pay attention to patterns. It's a game like anything. Yeah. But even then, like if I level up high enough, uh, I I went back and fought fucking Margit with Sarah. Um, and I had played quite a bit uh, since the first time I fought him. And to fight him where I was at, where he was hitting me and taking little chunks of damage off of me, and I was taking huge chunks of damage to him, I was like, this guy fucking deserves this. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking a long time coming, Margaret. I've seen some clips of people who just go in and just let the boss hit him while they just 
melt them down real quick. So yeah, that's what I felt like I was almost. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to dodge because I don't like letting anyone hit hit me. But when he did, it was not an emergency. Yeah. Um, anyway, what were you saying? I mean, I'm I'm not gonna go too much more into it. It, it is a fantastic experience for sure. Um, I have my own personal problems. Um, one of those is I I want to play the game like purely co-op, and in typical Souls fashion. They, you have to jump through hoops for that. They have made it easier, but uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. Now. I, I really hate that if a boss has been killed, you can't play with each other in that area anymore, which is really dumb, I think. And then uh, the fact that it sections you off, I think, is also kind of silly. Like, just let them. I, I'm literally going to tell them to leave. I'm going to walk two feet. And I'm going to resummon them. Why? Why do I have to do this? It seems such like an extra step. It is an extra step. One thing I was thinking, though, is if somebody made a different decision in that zone than you did and they summon you into it or whatever, uh, that might be to load their game's choices and NPCs and stuff like that. It might be... I don't think it affects the specter, though. The specter. The the person you're summoning to help you. No, I know, but like... If you're playing and you're you're like there's a character, an NPC that you talked to earlier that's going to be there or they killed that NPC, uh, it might be a way that it's loading that individual instance for either of you. Yeah, I, I feel like they could work that around. Oh, they could. They, so. Anyone can, but fucking if they wanted to. But um, I do think it's more so just tradition. I think it's just how they have it set up. And because this is their first truly like open world Souls game, it's probably easier for them to think in 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 chunks. Probably, in fragments. I, that that still doesn't change. Like on a personal, you know, perspective, of it, I don't I don't think the the co op makes a lot of sense in that regard. I mm. honestly feel like they should just streamline that a little better. I don't mind summoning them in. That's whatever. But and I don't mind them disappearing when they die. I think those are neat systems. I just well, think a game that barrier to... of like traveling with them is kind of in, annoying. In a game where death is supposed to be an element of gameplay, I don't mind that if you die, it kicks you out because mm-hmm. it is, it, you don't even lose your fucking souls. So it's, and you can immediately resummon. So it's a so. punishment. Yeah. But it's not as unfair as it could be. So I don't care, but I do agree. Like if I beat the boss, that zone, I can't summon you in there anymore. I think it's kind of lame. Yeah. Um, but I mean, whatever. I, I, if you're playing with somebody and you're kind of like taking turns and beating it on yours and beating it on theirs, it works itself out. But if you, somebody's like far ahead of you, you're not coming into their game in a lot of areas, but they can come into yours. Yeah, and and I ran into that situation where I was going to be shown something and um, they couldn't summon me because they had beaten the boss. And I was like, yeah, ah, okay. So I had to screen share instead so they could just watch my screen. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems uh, I'd, I'd like to know what like the reasoning behind that would be, I guess, because like I can't think of a reason why you would do that. I'm sure there is a specific reason we're not thinking of. But, yeah, I, I also would like to know. Yeah. Because I feel like there's got to be a specific reason why uh, they're trying to Other than that, like I avoid th- that. your password system for co-op and invasions and stuff like that makes sense to me. The getting kicked out after you know beating a boss, I'm fine with that, too. I'll just resummon people. But. For exp- exploration purposes, just let me run around with people. Like, I think it's wild. There's no one-on-one invasions, which I only learned like two days ago. Um, but people can invade groups, yes. which seems really fucking weird. Because like, can duel people, so you can put your finger down 
in red and people yeah. can summon you to duel. So. Yeah, which is what I would expect because all the games really have the dueling system. But like the the only being able to invade people if they're in groups is really weird because it's such a disadvantage outside of that you can plan an attack if you want to ambush them. But uh, I've not lost an invasion yet just because like, you know, for the most part, uh, my stamina is pretty good. So I, I outperform them a lot of times. But also, you know, like Sarah will be there. And they have to focus on both of us, but a lot of the times I've fought them like one on one and still beat them. But like, it's still weird to me that like their only option to fight me, or, and I don't even want to be invaded. If you invade me, invade me, I'm gonna fucking try and kill the shit out of you and get rid of you. But uh, that they have to fight two people, I'm just like, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, yeah, I kicked his ass. I'm just like, good, get the fuck out of here, and then yeah. I move on with my life because I'm in the middle of doing a mission or something. But uh, it's still kind of weird that that's the option yeah because that's not that's not a, a souls thing typically it's typically you can i mean dark souls 3 was so fucking uh intense that it was like even if you're offline we're gonna send npcs after you so you can't escape invasions yeah and i'm like fuck because i don't want to be invaded but i also <laughs> i also love fucking killing somebody if they invade me but uh that's just the natural competitive side of me so why well, I, I honestly that leads me into my 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 second issue with the game which is I, I get that that is in there but i do think you should be able to opt out um and before someone comes in here with an ego about it um no but I, in our community I, I don't give a shit about pvp man like at all like any game oh, God, man, i don't care if you win i don't care if i win like it literally does not matter to me so um i just want to play the game with my friend that's it yeah so um and if i wanted to fight i'd opt in like, I mean, it's uh, that simple, right? Um, hell, put me, give me less runes for opting out. I'm fine with that. Like, punish me. That's fine. Um, I just don't, yeah, I just want to be able to play. Now, I I still play it and I deal with the invasions. So, that's fine. But um, I would prefer not to, is all. I don't have any other complaints outside of that, though. I don't think the game should be easier. I actually appreciate the boss's scale when there's multiple people. I mm. appreciate the fact that because I decided to play squishy-ass mage, that if I look at something wrong, I die. Um, I deserve that for the the choices I made in the game. So, like, um, I think the design's really good. I think the bosses, um, though sometimes a little cheesy, feel good to beat. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm having fun with it. I, I want to play it more. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a game that's going to be... Uh, first off, I know how long it is if, if you play it the way a lot of people have been playing it. And then secondly, um, they do DLC for their games always with like more content. So like, I'm kind of thinking this game's going to be an all-year game. Yeah, that's what everyone I'm talking to... I just keep going like this is going to be that's why I brought up Skyrim. I'm not bringing it up because they're similar because they're open worlds. I'm bringing it up because when Skyrim came out as a phenomenon, yeah. even though I'm not in the biggest Skyrim fan, but people who weren't even into video games are talking about Skyrim. I'm seeing a lot of people talking about Elden Ring who don't know shit about fucking Souls games, whatever. They can play whatever they want. But like uh, also I feel like people are going to be playing this game all year. Yeah, there's so much content and like they were really hush hush about the fucking length of this game when they said you could beat it. In a certain amount of time? Yeah, you could. I think someone today beat it in under two hours. Yeah, two and a half, something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, but th- who cares? Like, fucking, even at, like, 30, 40 hours, most people aren't beating it that quickly. I've beaten two bosses uh, in 30 a hours. A bunch of people <laughs> I am hearing are beating it in, like, 100 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hearing, too. 
Take that as you will. Some people are like, that's too long. It shouldn't have take you that long. And I, you know, whatever, I agree to a certain extent. But also, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. So I'm, I'm not going to complain about good content. Um, this isn't a cookie cutter fucking, and I don't want to say Ubisoft open world gamer keeps talking about Ubisoft. That, that That's fucking open world games in general. They're all very similar. And there's really good ones. And there's really mad ones. And most of them are fun enough. But this game... Um, is is doing it's it's owning its own thing that from software is really good at in an open world format and they've backed it up with a shitload of really good content so this is one of the times where i'm like yeah i could see myself putting a lot of time into this game over time yeah. and returning to it because it's just a solid game there's so much to it oh for sure um i also think um as long as the 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 soulsborn community themselves uh, don't gatekeep too much. You're going to end up with a lot more players because, to my knowledge, um, Dark Souls Three, as an example, I think sold like 1.2 million copies or something like that, like uh, early on. <clears throat> and then on Steam alone, uh, the concurrent players have been anywhere from in the slow times 500,000, but at, at peak it was like 938,000 people playing at one time. Mm-hmm. That that's on one platform. It sold, most of its copies were sold on PlayStation. Like f- over 50% of them were. And Steam's is that high? How many people bought this game? Millions. Millions. Yeah, yeah I was telling somebody that they, uh, they need, somebody was talking about how the game needs to be easier so they get more people to play it. I'm like, from software's not having an issue selling this game. It sold easily it, four times as much as Dark Souls yeah, 3. It, they, they haven't been making this formula of game since Demon Souls nonstop. And not selling it more and more and more. Yeah, um, it's sure. working out for them, and their fan base is dedicated to them because they do make these games. Um, yeah, it's it's not a good argument. Yeah, I think originally uh, Bandai Namco was like projecting four million. And I'm pretty sure they blew that out of the water. So. Oh, dude, probably. I, probably <laughs> I knew this game was gonna sell more than any other Souls game, but like, uh, just playing it too, I'm like, this is just a really good game, though. It's gonna sell even more than I thought. The word of mouth is gonna keep selling. Yeah, because everyone keeps fucking talking. I was, I, I checked uh, my rare occasion of checking TikTok. It's I had failed. a bunch. I had a bunch of fucking failed. Elden Ring fucking TikToks. I was like, I almost never see gameplay. That my Twitter. It's every like it's completely full. Yeah, I'm sick of the Twitter discussion on Elden Ring because everybody's either acting like they're babies who have never played a video game before and they're just so confused about Elden Ring, or they're trying to explain Elden Ring to people like they don't understand basic things or they're doing gatekeeping shit and it's just like it's exhausting just talk about the game if you like it you don't like it but there doesn't need to be this like meta conversation about like what it is to play Elden Ring I fucking hate it it's so annoying yeah yeah they made their money <laughs> yeah no it sold a lot and a lot of people are fucking playing it um, so yeah when I have weird server stuff I kind of just suspect there's just too many people playing it right now yeah. So, because I have had weird server things with this game a couple times now. They end up stopping after I play for long enough, but um, yeah, like bloodstains won't work sometimes. I'm like, that's weird. And then all of a sudden they start working. I've had them fucking work when I didn't even try to activate them. Oh, weird. <laughs> Just a, a red dude comes running through. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then like, he, I can tell he's going to die. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, that's the wrong game to just have some random fucking red guy just show up. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Well, it's funny too. Cause like I'll have like try like Chris as an example, try to connect to my game and within a second he'll disconnect. 
and he'll connect again, and then he'll disconnect. And all of a sudden, like the third time, we play until he dies or I die. I have connection issues with Sarah when she hosts. Um, I do think there's some networking. Not rarely. Yeah, I think that's a networking issue in that regard. Yeah, I don't um, know. But I do think the game also has um, some small issues because yeah, after a while, it, it seems to like just stop. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, otherwise having a good time. Uh, I was going to play it today, but we ended up filming, which is totally fine, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. We pushed this back far enough and <laughs> finally with the state of play, I'm like, well, that's what we're going to watch. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be a lengthy taste cast at this point. So I'm going to wrap it up with saying, um, as someone who doesn't play these games usually, um, and has always appreciated them, I am actually playing one now. So yeah, take that for what you will. <laughs> I'm going to wrap this up by saying uh, Elden Ring is easily game of the year so far. I don't see anybody being making a better game than it this year. Um, I'd love to be surprised. Maybe Ghostwire Tokyo will be really fucking good. I have a feeling it's going to be in my top so three. God of War is probably coming out this year. But if God of War does come out, I think it's the only thing that can maybe sway me away from it. But Elden Ring is like really fucking good. Like I don't even like to overhype shit, but like it's really good. It's a really good game, and fucking it deserves all the praise it's getting. It's fucking I'm loving it. And all the jealous devs. Yeah, and uh, you're talking about its UI, and I'm like, yeah. not every game needs a fucking hold your hand UI. It's UI is just fine. I love it. Like, fucking don't worry about it. Um, I won't even be like, I won't even defend it. I like it. So, like, I, I don't, I don't even fucking, uh, I don't even respect the opinion. I don't care. Like, fucking, if that's your opinion, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's game of the year for me so far, easily. Um, yeah. So, don't be surprised at the end of the year if I say it's my game of the year. It's, it's. <laughs> I played it and I was like, oh God, like this is really fucking good. So, um, way better than I thought it was going to be. I, I agree with that statement. Yeah. I wasn't going to buy it. <laughs> well, yeah, I convinced you because I was like, I'll play it with you. Fucking the co op's not that bad to do. I got so. a few bosses I need to beat too. So maybe I can get you and Sarah to come in and play with me. So, gladly. Yeah. I'm just right now grinding anyway. I'm trying to fucking hit level 100. I think max level is like 755 or some shit I read somewhere. I think it was pretty high in the last games too. So. Yeah. Well, somebody told me it was like 100. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, there's no fucking way. I'm 80-something. There's I'm, no way I'm, I'm like, 50. Yeah. So. Like, no fucking way. I watched a video. One of the videos I saw on TikTok was like a level 160 or level 188 versus a level 60 character. And I'm like, well, I don't know how that's going to go. But like this guy's just standing there. And this other dude's just looking at him in the woods. And he's like strafing around shit. He's shooting stuff. The guy's just dodging his stuff he's shooting. And then he starts running at him. And he just like fucking summons this dragon head. And fucking just blew fire everywhere and killed the guy in one shot. And I was like. I've been killed by dragon breath. I was like, I don't know what you're trying to prove here, dude. The numbers alone dictate that that guy can't win. Like. Unless they're really just fucking that good. Yeah, that'd be impressive. Yeah. But that one, whoever's like 100 something versus a 60 should be able to just one shot that guy. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But it, it was funny to watch. Especially because, like, I've fought people. I've, I've done quite a few invasions already, like, where people have invaded our game. And, like, I'll, I'll always, like, you know, size them up like they're doing with me and shit. And then, like, I'll fucking test them real quick to see how good they are. And then I'll recover and then I'll fucking hop in there and fucking fight him and for the most some of the guys i'm like that guy's either new or 
wasn't really feeling too confident because he was all over the place. And some dudes are like pretty good. Some of them are probably just doing it because there's a quest that makes yep. you do a couple. Yeah, five um, invasions. FYI, you can just, I haven't done it yet, but it was, you know, uh, online. Uh, if, if you don't want to actually finish the invasion, you can just invade and then cut your yeah, tie. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. You don't so, even have to fight. You can yeah. just leave. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I kind of want to try it. I kind of want to invade some people, but I hate the idea that I have to invade groups of people. But I guess it's paying it forward considering every time I get invaded, it's me and Sarah. So. Yeah, well, and you get the advantage of uh, you can literally run into a pack of mobs and they won't even know you you exist. So if you want to try to bait them into a trap, you can. Yeah, I would wait for them because like if somebody tried to do that to me, there's no way I would go to them. No. Every time someone invades me, I'm like, as soon as like you're being invaded, I'm like, I'm like, we're being invaded. Let's go. And then, like, I'll just, like, find, like, a uh, room Where with, like, one fight. entrance. Yeah, I, like, try and find the location as quick as possible. Because I'm like, I'm not fighting on their fucking terms. You're in my world. Like, fucking, you got to come to me. As a caster, I prefer to fight in the open. But I uh, I don't. I want to be up close. Yeah. Like, I saw run to a building, and, like, I'm just in the doorway, and they'll be, like, looking at me. And then they'll, like, make gestures. I'm like, no. <laughs> you have to come in here. And then fucking they'll run in. I'll fucking start swinging them shit. I had the guy do uh, this guy do the the blood fucking sheath move on Sarah one time and almost one shot at her, and I I instantly got annoyed. I was like, you motherfucker! I ran up. I started fucking using my sheath. I'm going boom boom, and he'd go to do his blood sheath thing at me, and I fucking hit him faster than he could do it. And I was like, that guy was trying to fucking just come in here and one shot people. Fuck you. I had one guy come in and try to do the the laser beam move mm-hmm. to me. And I saw it charge. Like, nope, I've seen that online. <laughs> I instantly went to the right and it clipped my shoulder. It hit me a little bit, but I got out of it. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Chris gets behind him. <laughs> this one dude showed up, and we were on the uh, sidewall of Stormvale Castle. And I was like, I'm not fighting him on the edge of the Ooh, fucking yeah. castle. That so I ran. Awful. I ran to a room that had this thin little path over a fucking huge hole. Mm. And then there's a floorboard area we could stand on. Uh, and then the doorway and he showed up at the doorway and he just kept like doing like little gestures at me. And I once why I'd fucking just throw a fucking throwing knife at him and he would just stand there and he like rolled in at one point. I fucking swung at him, rolled back out. He did some more gestures. I'm like, I'm not fighting you out there, dude. You got to come in here. So he came in, me and him start fucking rolling around and shit. I get a couple hits on him and stuff. And then he rolls backwards off a cliff and I'm like, bye. And like, <laughs> he's like barely off the cliff. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> and me and Sarah's like ran off. I was like, fuck that guy. I was like, should I should have paid attention to your surroundings, dude? Say my favorite one I, I had was a non-confrontational one. <laughs> the guy came in, I sat down, he just kind of looked at me and disconnected. Yeah, he probably was looking for like a, <laughs> a uh, even fight. Yeah, <laughs> I I do respect some of the people who who are into like I, I guess like a honor code in in dueling in that game because like uh, I think it's like the second or third time we got invaded. Uh, me and Sarah were like standing there waiting for the guy and I looked down and I could see him entering this courtyard and like he's coming up the stairs I'm like here he comes and Sarah's like behind me because she's more of a caster type and uh, he like ramped the stairs and he just stands there and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him and no one's doing anything and then he does a bow and I'm like okay and like I start slowly walking to the right start slowly walking to the left and we're just kind of like looking at each other and then we fucking both roll in and start swinging and shit and eventually he like fell off the stairs, didn't die, but I almost had killed him. But he, I remember Sarah rolled in too, and he, they were like both almost dead. And I was like, get the fuck out of there. And she fucking rolled out of there and he fell off the stairs. And I'm like, he's going to be healed by the time he gets back up here. So just be ready. And fucking, I look down the stairs and he's got a bubble shield around him. His health's back and shit. He's running back up. I'm like, all right, here we go. 
we ended up killing him. But uh, I saw it was funny. He showed up and like he didn't just like rush us because the first guy invaded us. I still think is hilarious because like these guys you got to be careful of. Anyone who's naked in these games is either really good or really not good. Yeah. Uh, and so like we're like running through a field after we got invaded and we didn't see him for like five minutes. I'm like I don't know where the fuck this guy's at. And then out in the distance I see like a red or Sarah's like there he is. And I like look over. And there's just like a red like little dot on the distance running across the field. And then it just slowly turns in our direction. And he's just running at us. And he's just got a gigantic sword over his back. And he's just naked. <laughs> and I, I was just like, this guy's going to either be really good or not. Like yeah. he might just be joking or he might be fucking so good he's trying to prove a point. And then like I swung at him and I hit him like three or four times. And he didn't even hit me. And I'm like, this guy's not good. And I was like, just rush him. And she started running at him. And I fucking ran and started hitting him and killed him really quickly. But um as much as I hate being invaded, I, I like I'll, I play best when I, I feel under pressure. So that's why I play you know games like Hunt and Arma and shit. So, but I also get really sh- like mentally stressed out when shit like that happens. So I'm like I gotta live. So it's fun. Anyway, uh, we should probably move along. Uh, we've been talking about this a long time, but I yes. feel like we should have this should have this conversation because we kind of have not had this conversation about Elden Ring yet. So uh, it's great. It's fantastic. We're both really enjoying it. Somebody who wasn't really planning on playing is liking it, and someone who thought it was going to be good but didn't think it was going to be this good is saying it's game of the year 100%. It's so good. Um, so let's know in the comments. What do you guys think about uh, Elden Ring? Are you guys playing it? Are you not playing it? If you're not playing, why aren't you playing it? If you are playing it, are you enjoying it? Is there things about it you like, things you don't like about it, uh, things you'd like to see them add to it? Do you have some criticisms uh, of it? And uh, what are you playing as? You're playing as like a sorcerer. I'm playing as a dual-wielding Katana using Though I'm thinking about dex going build. half and half. Throw some faith spells in there because there's some cool attack spells I that I feel like should be wizard spells and the clerics get them so yeah i know there's a katana later in the game i heard about that uses magic but it shoots like fucking like blue like beams when you swing it and i was like i would like to have that but i don't want to spec into magic there's a few swords in the game that are int based there's also i got a what are they called great rune i think they're called Mm -hmm. that i can use on any weapon and make it an intelligence weapon Hmm. so i can just use any weapon interesting yeah yeah i love the the multipliers like the d e level uh scaling yeah that you can see on the weapons you have an s and intelligence staff now so really yeah an s yeah i don't have any of those but it uh, i'm still using the fucking specifically works for gravity magic so i've been just using a lot of gravity magic yeah so yeah game's really good about leaning into things like that so mm-hmm. um so yeah that's elden ring is there anything else you want to mention that you've been playing Final Fantasy XIV, uh, we didn't have a normal raid group for a few weeks. Uh, and then even like last weekend, uh, we had to bring in um, just a random guy I've never played with before. Uh, they definitely had never raided before, but it was it was fine. It was a good opportunity to like teach someone how raiding works in the game. And uh, they were actually playing white majors in my main class so i'd actually play something i was unfamiliar with as well so a bunch of us had got an opportunity to like play different jobs and try something else out for the raid um needless to say we were all kind of garbage <laughs> but it was fun it was a learning experience for everybody including the newbie so um i think we're gonna try to do that again this saturday because our um off tank is unavailable so hmm. so some role switch around so we're almost done with that fight like completely anyways i'm the last person i need a bracelet and we'll never have touched that fight again so I still like to get spilled together on a Lost Ark and do the Abyssal Dungeons and shit. 
But yeah, I, I, I'm not even stressing about it because fucking like I'm It'll I, be there every time I'm like, I'm going to play something else. And I start Elden Ring up. And I'm like, I'll play something else. And I start yeah. Elden Ring up. Although I've been really good about playing GT7 because it has like a, it has like a daily thing. It has a certain amount of miles I want you to drive a day, depending on whatever. It's interesting. Like yeah. you just race and you start fulfilling your daily miles. Interesting. Um, and so uh, you get rewarded more for it. So. I'll just kind of hop on. Plus, with my racing wheel, it's just a pleasure to drive cars in that game. It's oh, so good. I just sorry, random thought from Soft. Uh, missed opportunity with the crossplay on this though. Yeah, like why not? <laughs> they they add the co op, but they don't. They don't like it's not a multiplayer game. Even though this, I would argue, is like it's. It plays like a multiplayer game, but people don't view these games as multiplayer games. I think I think that's the avenue where they could use the most improvement is in their multiplayer stuff. Sure, because other, yeah, otherwise, games are fantastic. I don't think there's a whole lot of improvement they could do on their formula. There's no yeah. one who does it like them, but uh, like in every regard, they're really good at what they do. But uh, and they do add multiplayer, like it's like there's full features yeah. for multiplayer, bunch of features to it, but it's kind of weird, and yeah, it could be better. Yeah, it always gets like a little better, a little. <laughs> well, yeah, Josh tried to get me to play uh, Dark Souls Three with him co-op. I was like, I don't want to deal with all the fucking shit. And he's like, No, it's really easy now. And I'm like, Yeah, hey, I don't want to fucking deal with it. And now I'm playing this. I'm like, I mean, this is pretty much like Dark Souls Three. Like, I could have yeah. just did this in Dark Souls Three, and that's linear. I say Neo Two has no bullshit co-op. Like that's what I want to see. So yeah, I never got to experience that. So that's the game I would like to try co-op. So. All right, anything else you're playing? Anything else about Final Fantasy 14? Nope. All right, let us know in the comments. What games have you guys been playing? What would you like to shout out? What would you recommend? And what would you like to not recommend? Maybe you played Babylon's Fall and you got opinions on that. Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. We can finally leave games we've been playing. We've only played a couple games, but there's so much to be said about them because we have not talked about them since their release. Okay, so um, this might be what some of you came here for in the first place. Uh, hopefully you skipped this point, and if you didn't, hopefully you enjoy the conversation. If you're still here, yeah, thanks for hanging out. But uh, we're gonna watch the state of play. Typically we do a TLG reacts for this, but um, we haven't done a taste cast, so I, we're just doing mega cast today, I guess. I guess, but um, yeah, state of play happened earlier today, uh, at, well earlier yesterday, March 9th. Um, and we haven't watched it, so we're gonna watch it. It's only 20 minutes, so it's a pretty short state of play. Um, I had two things spoiled for me for the most part um one spoiled only because like i know it exists but i, didn't, I don't know anything about it so I'm, cu- I'm actually really curious to see what it is but um yeah i'm really excited to watch this other than that i don't really have a whole lot of speculation um on what they're going to show here in 20 minutes a lot of people were saying like metal gear was going to get shown silent hell of shit and i'm like in a 20 minute state of play I, f- I feel like i would have had that spoiled for me so. yeah 100 so um why well, know they didn't show it because for some, for some reason, I, I always bring up Twitter, but this is where like most of the gaming conversation I see is uh, outside of real life. Uh, it always Twitter's just been like constantly uh, showing me Destin Legary's fucking tweets. The guy from IGN, he's just some guy, and but he he all day today. Anytime like I hopped on and like dodged any fucking gaming stuff, it would show his stuff. And he's just like, I can't believe people thought fucking Metal Gear was going to show. And so he's like saying that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they always do that. Every state of play, people speculate. And he had like five tweets about it. And I'm like, you're talking about him more than anybody. Bro, he's just trying to get that IGN attention. 
Yeah, yeah, they all they all want that. But uh, but yeah, I, I bringing it back. I don't I don't think we're gonna see anything like that in this. This is a twenty minute one. I feel like we're gonna see some indie games. We'll probably see some. Uh, I assume we're gonna see Stranger of Paradise, considering I found out today that there's a demo. So I'm assuming it got announced here. Oh yeah, nothing got got fucking spoiled for me that I'm really excited about. But uh, yeah, I didn't see anything. So yeah, huh? I uh, I actually forgot the state of play was happening today for a second, and then I saw someone I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I stayed off Twitter yeah. all day. So. No, it's good. Um, um, I did. I was a little worried about YouTube because I do follow a couple people, mm-hmm. um, but that did not happen. Your uh, auto play is on, by the way. Auto play. Yep. I don't turn that on. Nope, it's a YouTube bug. Fucking YouTube. Uh, so should we just watch this and yes. find out what they show? Okay, this is State of Play, March 9th, 2022 in English. In 3, 2, 1, and go. Hello, viewers. I am Ivy the Android. What's up, Ivy? I'd like to share today's dinosaur forecast. A dinosaur outbreak will soon occur. Residents in the affected area have been evacuated, and a team of exo-fighters has been dispatched. A vortex warning has been issued. Please remain indoors. I saw a thing on it. Oh, I'll wait. So let's see what the Capcom is a Dino Crisis? No. Okay. Although it has a redhead chick. Fair. I make a sense of this situation. You've been living in the chain to reference for two years. All I wanted was to be IBS's top pilot. IBS's latest dinosaur forecasts and XOC technology were able to keep human casualties to zero. No, this is this is fucking this is EDF. This is Capcom's fucking EDF. It's goddamn bunch of people fighting out our pe- groups of people fighting fucking groups of dinosaurs instead of bugs. Interesting. It looks cool. I hate to fly out of the sky and they're just like ready to fucking destroy you. I already really want to play this though. It looks like stupid fun. Yeah, I mean it's missing that EDF charm, but it looks fun. Yeah. I think they're looking at EDF. Somebody at Capcom's looking at EDF and somebody was like Another You know, people really want a Dino Crisis. It's like what if it feels like EDF? Welcome to Ivius. They're like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then fucking Oh, I saw that title on Twitter and I just completely didn't put two and two together. And they're like, what if it's also like Lost Planet too? It's an amalgamation of EDF, Lost Planet, and fucking... It it looks neat. I mean, mean, at the very least, it looks fun. It looks like dumb fun, yeah. Yeah. The idea of shooting just crowds of fucking dinosaurs in these cool exosuits. Yeah. We're getting more of this. This game literally comes out in like 15 days, guys. Gotta advertise it, dude. 
いつは大勢の魂を借り集めそれを利用して冥界と現世をつなごうとしているあいつはこの先に一体何を見ているっていうのだ何だか盛り上がってきたな。Fuck, so、game, こんなことが許されるはず。Mm, Love Visually, everything about this game I love. I still, every time I see the bungee thing, I just think a hunter hunter. This game's gonna be sick. Especially coming off their last games, dude. Fucking Evil Thin 2 was so good. I just think so I didn't want to close the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're gonna buy it. I want to try that demo. I gotta get that downloaded. Well, at this point, I just maybe we'll just wait for the game to come out, so I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, that's good. Oh. <laughs> the melody, I just started getting Later today, visit PlayStation Store to download a new demo for Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. You see that, uh, Square Now, let's Phoenix jump into the world of Force Spoken、uh, with some music, all new、YouTube. gameplay. Them and Nintendo are both trying to find a way to give people their music but also be in control of it. It's really weird. Yeah, they need to yeah. fucking. t h o s q u a r e just put all the music on Spotify. You, Bring themselves to modern times, dude. Nintendo definitely. I think Square is. More of this game is just graphics, man. I want to know, like, what you're gonna do in it outside of these, like, spectacle fights they show randomly, but, like, what, what else are you doing? Running fast in open fields? I mean, it's flashy. I was like, it just has to be fun. Yeah, if it's fun, I'm fucking, that's all I want. I was like, visually, I'm, I'm definitely all in. It looks great. I just, I, I'm worried, and if this game comes out, I'm just fucking feel love it. That'd be great. That's cool. Um, I'm just worried this game's gonna come out. People, I'm not gonna be as good as people open. Well, I was like, I'm not really seeing a lot of people talking about it in general, so. Let's finish. The effects are great though, but it's fucking. It's, it's spraying it, so. 
Yeah. It will be nice, as long as it doesn't get delayed 7,000 times like Final Fantasy XV did, to see them just make a game with... It did, did get delayed, though. Well, that, that was a new me. look at the sprawling but PS5 adventure Forspoken. A lot of people are speculating it's because Babylon's full. Let's check out well, some I think, yeah, it got pushed into Gundam Evolution, quarter three, right? And I think October. Coming to PS4 yeah, and I think PS5 people were saying they might have done it because they didn't have any games coming out mm. in that quarter. I think it's better anyway. There's too many games right yeah. now. Just like release something. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Take your time. I don't give a fuck. This is a Gundam game. Those fucking first person. Yeah, I uh, heard about this one. I didn't see anything on it yet, but um, it's interesting that there's Gundam games coming out. There's a mech game that came out on Steam that has like amazing reviews. I'm kind of curious to pick it up. What is it? Right now, but it's like an amalgamation of a bunch of like mech enemies from huh. one game. Oh, uh, it's a competitive this. game. Interesting. Yeah. It, oh, it's it's basically Overwatch. Mm. It looks kind of cheap, but looks kind of cool. I mean, the designs are pretty much on point. Is it gonna be free to play though? Because how many people are actually gonna buy this? Mm. I think in Japan, plenty of people. Yeah. Just a game like this, I'm like, if like fucking not a whole lot of people buy it, it's not gonna last. Yeah, but the investment's small too. Like, it doesn't look like it has a crazy budget or anything. Looks kind of fun. It's gonna be nice to Yeah, I'm curious. I think it's called Super Robot Wars or something like that. Never heard of it. Yeah, I saw one guy streaming it, and then, like, I out of curiosity, I checked it out on Steam, and the reviews are like, super high on it. Boils? Oh, no. the old ones, oh, dude? No. Those are so good. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so hard. Oh, yeah. Especially, uh. Oh, shit. You, like, have to walk around on the map and then you go in different sewers and stuff like that. Yeah, that's for Nintendo. Yeah, that one's so fucking hard. Fun. Games back then were just fucking. They were all elder, elder, or elder. <laughs> that was just. That's talk. just what it was. Yeah. People are complaining like this one's hard. I'm like, dude, all games were hard at one point. You didn't have a choice. Yeah, it's just because the the limitations yeah. of game. They were just trying to make it that. work, dude. Uh, Super Robot Wars 30. Ninety percent. What is this? Is it like a War of the Monsters type game? Yeah, it looks like a party brawler type game. Yeah. Oh yeah, this state of play is supposed to be focusing most on Japanese games, right? I think so. Yeah. Giga Bash. I'll play it on uh, PS Plus. We'll talk about it on Plus Club. Probably. Kaiju Brawler Giga Bash comes to PS4 and PS5. It looks kind of fun. Not so, I don't want to spend money on it though. Pretty solid showing so far. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh. 
って感じだわじゃあじゃあここで決着をつけるオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラオラ And it like picked up steam like the last couple of years. You know, maybe. Essentially, maybe we did this all the time. So bizarre. This looks weird too, because like they look like shining oily. They did say it wasn't gameplay. That's cool, they're getting a game though. Damn. That's pretty good. You, you don't need that many fucking characters in a game. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. What is this fucking Smash Bros? You don't. <laughs> Our next two games will take you beyond life and death. Next two? Okay. It's a weird setup. Oh, uh, yum, something yummy. Yeah. I really want to play this. This is gonna be the next fucking Sifu. Oh shit, I played Sifu. And I never fucked out. Okay, Scarce. Very, very curious. Sifu's really good. I've never heard anyone say it wasn't. I've only beaten the first boss, but it's, uh. I think. I don't remember. Fucking, it's uh, it's it's really neat, and you play it more. Very cool. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm just stoked at co-ops. The game's a lot of fun, and I think it's gonna be more fun with somebody else. I climb, as Sisyphus did. 
pushing the boulder up. There's a there's a mean going around. No matter how high I ship, climb, we're like, it's amazing we're turning releasing co-op before fucking Halo. Again. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they're adding uh more more enemy types and bosses and shit like that too. Through so like, the infinite. But you're gonna be able to play the uh, campaign and co-op. Seeking That's answers. Cool, you know. Seeking oh, like ascension. Yeah, it's 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 quality game for sure. It's just my release rough. is within this tower, Ooh. and I will find it. Give me that near experience, dude. Crazy, they're supporting the game still. To be honest, yeah. Housemark is bringing campaign co-op in a mysterious new survival um, mode to Returnal Ascension, a free update hitting and it's this. It's really March. making a, a name for them. So, yeah. Housemark was already known before. It's almost but... time to sign off, but hey. before we do, let's get a first look at two brand new games coming from Square Enix. First look. They think they already shelved two games. Jesus Christ! Is this really what you want? I guess this is out. But... And you were certain that what we are doing is best for the people of the kingdom. Yes. I suppose it would, in a sense. True. Yes. It made me wonder, am I still that same person? The era of myths gives way to an era of great turmoil. The continent was ravaged by the devastating war between the Empire and the Alliance. However, one nation remained unaffected by the chaos. The kingdom of Alatane, <laughs> ward of the Ors, looked destined to have its soil stained with the blood of battle. We've finally been called up. We're up against the Empire's main army. What is this? We are to eradicate every last so Imperial who comes ashore. Keep focused. Come on, everyone! It's kind of strategy in it's interesting. Still no fucking Tom Hanks really tactics. What the hell, dude? We're releasing all these I fucking strategy games. This looks cool. Looks like an old fucking like PlayStation game. To retake it. But modern. This is our chance while they're all assembled. We should send our best and crush them. Yeah, that's right. All the more reason to avoid bloodshed. Those uh, Nvidia leaks haven't been wrong so far. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. It also likely means that we're especially when the camera like those aren't real. Right, who said that? Those are the only way for us to like, well, they seem to be fucking lucky so far, then. Yeah. So those leaks at uh, is that Dealfield Chronicle. That's Square Enix is like trying shit, trying new stuff again. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. I mean, they're gonna have some failures, but you have to fail. Yeah, but <laughs> then you're not gonna get the things that are good if you don't try. Some other strategy, dude. Someone else. If the will to fight still lingers within. This is a fucking Valkyria Chronicles game. Not Valkyria Chronicles. Uh. Oh shit! I've lost the name now. 
Valkyrias. What's up, man? Valkyrias. Gameplay looks like it could be. Ragnarok tears our world asunder. All we hold precious lies on the brink of annihilation. Become my tool of intervention and save this world from doom. best fucking was a dead IP. Yeah, that's weird. Your efforts to remain undetected are lacking. Reveal yourself. Who are you? That's all for today. We'll see you soon with another State of Play. Alright, that is that. What do we think? I think it's weird that Square had like four games. That was a Square Enix day to play. <laughs> yeah, pretty And much. one Capcom game. Two Capcom. Oh, no. Bethesda was the other one. Uh, I don't know why every time I see Tokyo, I, I think it's a, a Capcom game. Uh, Tokyo? Uh, oh, uh, Ghostwire? Ghostwire, yeah. I mean, it's Tango Gameworks, which is under Microsoft. But yeah, Bethesda is the publisher, doing yeah. something. I don't fucking know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think the I think the whole presentation was actually uh, fun. Uh, it's it's always nice to see um, a lot of I, how do I word this? A lot of the the creative ideas that that come out of Eastern gaming, um, and uh, like this dinosaur game as an example. Obviously, like it does feel a lot like EDF, but that is also like an Eastern ideal as well idea of a game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I even like the like a lot of the the games that that you could say like were kind of cheesy looking. They're like a good kind of cheesy though. Like I honestly think that every game they showed, I can't think of one that I didn't think looked at least fun. intriguing cheesy. Like I don't think I can say that about too many of the state of plays. To be honest, like there's usually something mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna touch that. I'd probably no, at least no try everything game. here. Yeah. So. So it was a fun time. I wasn't in love with anything, but I it was a good time. Yeah, no so. real big bangers outside of. Ghostwire Tokyo, but we've seen it. Yes. Um, I honestly think this new dinosaur IP though is pretty big because like it's a Capcom game. Yeah. Capcom doesn't do like small scale games really. They only they make like eight games and yeah. they're all like high end. And even though this is like ridiculous, I think the character models look pretty good. The dinosaurs look decent enough, but you have to realize they're rendering so many of these that they're going to be lower in quality for sure. But uh. I mean, I'm fucking. I'm down first off for Capcom to make any new IP because they're big. They're mm-hmm. a big company. But uh, yeah, also, doing that. you know, I'm I'm definitely not bored of shooting a bunch of dinosaurs. I don't get a whole lot of opportunities with games. There's like two. Uh, I think one of them's on our one. list. Um, yeah, what the fuck? Oh, Second Extinction. Yeah, which is which is a lot of fun. But like, this is that on fucking crack <laughs> and uh, influenced by EDF. It seems. 
and a little bit of Lost Planet. Kind of reminds me of Lost Planet as well. A little bit, especially um, like the Mecha stuff. Which is fucking fine because I love Lost Planet and I wish they'd make a new one. Um, but yeah, it's it, that game is looking at the very least fun. It looks like it's going to be a fun-ass game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, I, I pretty much agree, though. I think this whole state of play, even though there's no like giant banger, I think the whole thing was interesting. I wasn't bored at all. The 20 minutes flew by, and we saw brand new games. They might not be like big AAA games, but I don't fucking want only AAA games. Like people will complain about that kind of shit. I'm like, dude, yeah, AAA games are good, but like they need to be like the big spectacles, the highest point of what gaming can do now. But like, there's all sorts of size of devs and all sorts of shit, and like even that tactical game. Didn't look the best graphically, but like I kind of liked it. it looked kind of like uh, a PlayStation game, but it's a tactic tactical RPG. Fuck, I, I would love more of those, so mm. I'm all for it. Uh, the Valkyrie game, I wasn't super huge on, but I feel like that's one of those games that's either just going to suck and I'm going to forget about it, or uh, you know, it's going to be a hidden gem and you'll be able to appreciate it if you're into what they're doing. Um, so whatever. Uh, the Gundam game is interesting. I hope it's free to play. I, otherwise, I don't think it's going to have a fucking life. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, I'm already buying, so yeah. I'm all for it. But they showed me all sorts of new shit. Really excited for that. Again, Capcom game is fucking uh, looking really cool. Exo something. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's looking cool. Um, for Spoken, I'm not like fucking. I'm, for some reason, there's something about it that seems slightly off. But the the visuals are really good looking. The gameplay does look smooth and looks like it's gonna be kind of crazy. I so would like to know what the gameplay loop of it's gonna be. Um, but uh, I definitely have a strong curiosity about it. Also, I remember hearing that it got delayed. We got that confirmed here October 11th, I think they said, or something like that. So uh, honestly, I'm very okay with that. Uh, I don't need another game right now. And uh, that gives them time to polish shit up. And yeah, hopefully it launches well. Um, the JoJo game, I... I'm not a JoJo fan. I might be at some point. Maybe we can watch that on Tasty Flicks and fucking review that. Um, but uh, I'm glad they're getting a fighting game. That's cool. And by they, I mean the community that enjoys JoJo. Uh, 50 characters is fucking insane. I, I don't even know what the hell you're doing. Uh, Gigabash, I'll enjoy on PlayStation Plus probably. I'm not going to buy it. Um, but it doesn't, look, it doesn't look boring. It looks like it'd be a fun game. No, it it's just, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Track to Yomi, I'm already sold on. It looked like more of what I want. And uh, I'm really excited about Returnal um, getting an update um, at 3.0. I mean, like, they're just upgrading this game. Um, they listened to feedback with 2.0, and they added, like, uh, uh, where you can save where you're at and leave, which is nice, uh, especially on like an hour long run. You don't have to just abandon it. Um, the co-op is welcome because the game's difficult. I'm sure it'll still be difficult with two people, but uh, the game's a really tight shooter on controller and the bullhill nature of it, I feel like is going to be a lot of fun with another person. Plus, I think roguelikes are more fun multiplayer. I like roguelikes, but I think they're really fun with multiple people. Um, it's fun to um, have these random runs with random properties and, and like see how far you can get. Yeah, exactly. Risk Rain 2 is so much fun, and it's really fun with people, especially with like different types of classes and stuff. Um, I'm not a big roguelike guy, but I really like multiplayer roguelikes. Um, I think that fucking Godfall is a roguelike in its tower mode, um, and I thought it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, Returnal auto adding co-op, um, never expected it, and I love when I don't expect something and they give it to you. Um, and it's going to be free, I assume. It, it, maybe it. Okay. Um, so, very cool. Um, and some of the stuff I saw when it got spoiled for me uh, was talking about that they're adding, like, 
new enemies, new bosses, new all sorts of shit. So uh, this seems like a, uh, hey, thanks for supporting our game update, which you fucking treat us well, I'll fucking support your shit. So it's a good exchange. Um, Yeah, and the Square Enix games, uh, uh, fucking the inner child in me, uh, seeing new Square Enix IPs uh, gets excited. So um, yeah, seeing that they're making a new uh, tactical RPG, uh, has me interested, but also has me hopeful that we'll get a, uh, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, but more importantly to me, a Front Mission. Uh, I don't think we're going to get it, but I want it. I want a Front, front Mission 5. I didn't think they were going to ever make another, uh, Valkyrie game. They're doing that. It doesn't play like the other ones, but. Yeah, it looks nothing like the older um, ones. But the fact that they're even flirting with it is, yeah. is, uh is neat this is cool though because this this i mean it's not the same but like the menus and stuff kind of reminds me of front mission mm-hmm. so um god I, I lost a lot of time in front mission um such such a good game uh so anyway really really cool looking um you know might not be great but uh it's definitely piqued my interest and yeah overall i think this was a good state of play it's solid uh, if i was to grade it i'd probably give it a really strong b plus um, kind of gave it an A minus, but nothing that like really blew my mind. But across the board, is really fucking good. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> I do, I do, um, I do think the 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 only thing that's missing was like just a wow moment. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it was a good time. So yeah, B plus as well. Uh, I'm gonna have to keep my eyes peeled on what is that? The Dio fiend. Dio Field. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it's a strange name, but. Does it Field or Fiend? Let's I, find out. I don't know. I was very, very uh, quickly skimming it. So we have to we have to know now yeah. for for us, but also possibly anybody who's listening and cannot see this uh, field. Dio Field. The Dio Chronicle. Field Chronicle. It's just one chronicle. It's not many. It's a first. Um, it's also showing me that this year's not done. With games, no. so no. I gotta buy Cho- Chocobo GP. I already got a racing game. I got, and I already got to play, or I already played, but I probably will play more Sonic and Gran Turismo, and now Chocobo stuff. So, on top of other things coming out, so give me a reason to play my Switch, though. I got plenty of reasons. I got so many games on there that I, that are great. Um, yeah, anything else you want to say on this? No. All right. Well, we both like this. Let us know in the comments what you think of the state of play. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Were you somewhere in the middle? Um, did it show anything that you're interested in? Anything uh, you're excited for? Anything you got some details on? Maybe you read somewhere you want to let us know in the comments. Uh, is there something that you would have rather saw? I'm sure there is. Um, and uh, if you were disappointed with this, what didn't you like about it? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right, it's that time where we reflect on past episodes and we read your comments. If you'd like your comment to be read for sure and be in put to the front of the line, type in hashtag, hashtag AskTLG on your comment. That way I will prioritize your comment and make sure it gets read. Otherwise, I read it random. So if your comment doesn't get read and you're like, dude, what the fuck? You didn't read my comment? Well, you should put it hashtag AskTLG and I would read it for sure. Otherwise, I just kind of go. 
especially ones that seem like they'd be, you know, good for the show and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So our first uh, STLG is from Jeremy. It says, STLG, uh, it's time to put aside Final Fantasy XIV for a little while. I'm so hyped. You're going to play on PC. Play on PS5 so I can invade you for the multiplayer. You can play in co-op up to three players and can be invaded by two invader all at the same time. But when you're playing with other or being invaded, you cannot use your horse cow mount or spirit. And the PvP has changed quite a bit or quite a lot. Uh, So don't be surprised with all the new stuff. Well, Jeremy, uh, we've played since then. That's how long it's been since this episode came out. But I'm glad you were able to fill us in on some info when I uh, asked because uh, I had my speculations on the co-op and how it was going to work. And uh, you had all the info, especially about horse cow. Um, But, yeah, Uh, thanks for the info. And uh, let me know what what you're thinking of it. I I heard from you a little bit. So uh, if you're playing Elden Ring, let me know what you think about it, Jeremy. Definitely took a break from 14 because when I logged in, it had been a while since he logged in. He's gone, dude. He's fucking gone. Uh, We got another one from Ryder saying, that's what I've been saying. I don't know what this Elon Ring shit is and why people are hyped for it. What did the studio behind it ever make? The Monster Hunter Diary and fucking The Adventure of Cookie and Cream. What am I even looking at? If this game collects an award, Jeff Keighley probably bent over for Disney or something. I don't know if I can say the D word, but I did. Uh, This game comes from nowhere, and a game that comes from nowhere is a game that goes nowhere. (laughs) I know I got my eyes on Tokyo, uh, on Miyoji, though, baby, giddy, and excitement for 100%ing Grisea no Kudamono La Fruit de la Grisier. Uh, that is a sentence trustworthy studio solid track record never failed to deliver don't causalize, causalize their products casualize their products holy shit uh, to, for journalists so they can take it easy on doing their job peace yeah uh, I had, I had uh, insinuated in this episode that uh, From Software is a, a little known studio uh, making a game that you've never heard of, and uh, I got uh, the support I needed on that. Um, also, if you want a fun read, read the replies on this comment. Uh, thank you, Jeremy and Ryder and Chevy and Maneki Neko and everybody else who commented on that. We have to move on to the next one, though, because we had we got a bunch of videos to reply to. So uh, thank you for your comments. Uh, let's see. We got one from Flapjack, Daddy Clap, Dummy Thick, Pancake Cheeks, No Syrup. Haven't said that in a little bit. Um, saying I'm thoroughly enjoying my time back. Oh, this episode was uh, uh, a CD or Cyberpunk 2077 update 1.5 enough. We talked about the update, what is bringing, and what we thought of it. And we also uh, watched a video on uh, Horizon Forbidden West's performance and uh, lost arc impressions back when we were still playing that. Flapjack Daddy Clap Dummy Thick Pancake Cheeks No Syrup says I'm thoroughly enjoying my time back in. uh, Cyberpunk 2077 after my one uh, year plus break from the game I really noticed an innumerable number of changes and upgrades aside from finally getting the PS5 version that has me enjoying the game far more than I was originally however once tomorrow hits I'm all in with Forbidden West I'm so hyped the drops of water on Aloy's face have me eye-gasming well, hopefully you are enjoying your time with Forbidden West. I also know you were playing Gran Turismo, um, so you'll have to let me know what you think of those. And, 
yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying um, Cyberpunk. Uh, luckily, I got to enjoy it before this update. I would like to play it uh, after it, but I've been hearing a lot of people return to it and saying this is what the game should have been. So it's very good to hear. Um, and so I'm glad you're one of those people who's uh, who's enjoying it after your break. Because I, I did the same thing. I played it when it first came out on PC. It had some minor issues, but so many of them that I was like, I'll just come back. I'm okay with waiting. Um and when I did, I enjoyed myself. So I'm sure it's even better now. So anything you want to say, say with that? All right. Uh, well, thank you for the comment. Then let's see. Uh, we got one from Deep Idea 102, which I've pre-read this. And this is actually uh, Salama, who I've been having issues reading uh, their name. So they've changed their username. Uh, Deep Idea 102 says, out of topic, but I just finished Red Dead Redemption 2 today. For the first time, I decided to randomly search for a video about modded gameplay for Red Dead 2. I stumbled upon a bizarre piece of art titled Red Dead Redemption 2, The Modded Wacky West. It blew my mind and made my morning, honestly. If you never saw it, guys, you might do a reaction for it because it is too good to miss. I will note that and look it up and see if it's something we want to do uh, for the show, but um, I've never heard of that, so I'll definitely look into it for sure. And then he continues saying, update, uh, change my username from Salama Zalama uh, to my Twitch user for easy pronunciation. It is much easier for me, so thank you. I appreciate that since I have been reading your comments pretty regularly. So um, thanks. And thank you for the comment. Anything you want to add with that? I don't think there's anything I can add to it. TLG Shevmo, this guy says, I might have touched the like button, and you could too, and it'd be very appreciated. Hitting the like button helps this video get seen, which helps us a lot. So Apparently people liked that comment, which is really weird to me. We appreciate it. I'll like it too. Uh, let's see. Then we got Raiders7528, or is that B? I can't read it. Uh, it's too far away. Yeah. Uh, they say Guillermo del Toro for Bioshock film. I think that's actually a really good one. We're yeah. kind of speculating on a director for Bioshock, and uh, I had my, uh, you know, um, Denny Villeneuve's and Christopher Nolan's who would never touch a Bioshock movie. But I think Guillermo del Toro would touch a Bioshock movie, and I think he'd be good at it. Yeah, it'd be super creepy if he made it. Yeah, yeah. it'd be creepy. It'd have a lot of practical effects. He's done a lot of darker stuff. He does really good with, like, sets and, like, costume design and stuff like that. So I think that's a really good pick i yeah. mean it's not something i thought of and as soon as i read it, i was like there it is that's a good one so very good pick and uh very good comments thank you everybody for your comments moving on to the next video we did our review of ufc for planet coaster console edition and tiny Tina's assault on dragon's keep for plus club uh we got a good amount of views and a good conversation and a good amount of likes. Thanks for the likes on that video. Make sure to go check it out. If you are curious, uh, we got a couple comments. One of them from Jack seller saying fun video. We'll be watching these going forward. Borderlands didn't grab me at all, unfortunately, but I was hooked on planet coaster had been on my wish list for a while. So I, I'm gl so glad I held off. Uh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the video and, uh, I'm stoked you'll be watching moving forward. Uh, hopefully we hear from you again on the next uh, Plus Club or any video, really, if you're around for it. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. And then, um, yeah, I get the Borderlands thing. I actually saw that a lot on Reddit. People were kind of meh about it. Uh, Planet Coaster also seemed to be kind of 50-50, but um, I think it is for a certain kind of person. Oh, and yeah, if 100%. it is, you're going to really like it. So, um, yeah, you are you are 
uh, I wouldn't say lucky, but I'm I'm also glad you held off and got it because uh, it is a really worthwhile game. I I did buy it on PC and I do prefer to play it on there, but I was happy to play it on console and happy to see that it worked really well on console. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was gonna keep playing. I'm like, ah, I'll just I'll pl- I'll download it on PC because <laughs> like I don't want to I don't want to invest this much time on the console version for me personally. Uh, so thank you for the comment. Uh, next one we got is Javier uh, Montiero uh, saying, "I found this from Reddit post. Glad I checked it out. I'm always looking for new places to listen to people talk about video games. So far, I'm about one fourth of the way through the video. So I like it enough." you have not turned it off yet but i do want to just kindly toss out that they're out there that this feels like it was recorded early real early in the morning it was uh there's or there's so very little energy and little personality coming through i'd much rather a lack of personality than grading personality so i'm not hating on any of you three but it could be more engaging with a bit more character infused in your discussions is there more to this Also describing the Tiny Tina DLC as being an advertisement and feeling gross because of that. That was a perfect description. I sort of recoiled a bit when I saw they were using a free game slot to shill a DLC to promote an upcoming game. I liked the DLC back in the day, but this made me lose yet even more interest in the Borderlands name. I agree with you with the last part, and uh, I appreciate your um, constructive criticism. Because it doesn't come off like you're like talking shit, and For you're sure. even very specific about it. Uh, I would like to clarify a couple things, not be over defensive, because you know your opinion is your opinion. Um, we film at all sorts of different times, a lot of times, and a lot of time it's very late, and sometimes it's right after work too. So it, it is three thirty in the morning right now. Yeah, it's three thirty in the morning right now as we're recording. Uh, it is after work sometimes. Uh, if it's Monday through Friday, if we record, it's it's after work, so we're tired. Um, it is all about the long conversation, though, and the details of the conversation. We also have different people on the show, too, that changes the dynamic of the conversation, stuff like that. I was also in a different room. Yeah. So. Yeah. So all these different things. And I did uh, respond to you, kind of explain exactly what I'm saying, but I'm kind of throwing it out there as well. And I also want to show people that, you know, we take we take constructive criticism well. Like, that's, it yeah, doesn't even... Sure. Like it's it's fair. I I want feedback, but uh, yeah, that wasn't even remotely insulting. No, yeah, yeah. I, I spread. I'm like that's interesting, and then they engage with the conversation. So yeah. I mean, that's cool. This is what I want. But um, but yeah, I just want to kind of throw out there a lot of the dynamics of of what's going on here. But uh, you know, really, all we're here for is to have uh, conversations about what we think about gaming, and we invite you guys to do the same thing. So uh, I did encourage you to check out our other videos to possibly see if it's. It is just the thing where you're like, eh, you guys' personalities don't really work for me. Or maybe it was just that episode um, that uh, felt like it lacked uh, energy. My energy does vary quite a bit. I can be pretty hyper sometimes, and other times I can be kind of out of it. So um, I, I go from calm to extra calm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I love having Sarah on the show, but she is newer to the show, so we're still kind of working our dynamic Mm. which happens over time. We've had plenty of people on the show and that always takes a different amount of time for every different person. So yeah, for sure. If you want more energy too, uh, we've had episodes where we have like five people on the energy is typically a lot higher there. Cause you kind of have to be a little higher energy to keep up with everything going on in that conversation. So um, yeah. Uh, thanks for the comment though. And uh, I appreciate the feedback and um, I'm glad you, you're glad you checked it out. That's awesome. Um yeah. So uh let's see. Uh 
Oh, Psycho. Psycho Scream says, played a crap ton of UFC 4, really liked it. Didn't even remember about the other two games because of how much I played UFC 4. UFC 4 is fun. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you have the time for that, though. You're fucking, you're playing the shit out of Lost Ark. And, uh. He's playing the shit out of everything. Yeah. And he's playing the shit out of UFC 4, but, uh, made sense. Or makes sense. I, I enjoyed it. Say, uh, last, last I saw, or heard, I should say. Or as soon as raiding was done in 14, I just heard Gran Turismo uh, race starting noises. <laughs> yeah, Psycho's competing with me on certain things. I was look, I was looking at a score, and I, there's a couple of people, but it's always me and him in number one. I feel like he would be competitive. Oh, I've played other games where I saw my score was higher than his, and then all of a sudden his was over mine, and I was like, uh-oh. Well, even, he even came back. When we came talk back about fucking... raiding, all of us are usually like, hey, we're just doing this, have fun, blah, blah. And so I was like, I need to win. <laughs> I've, pl- I've played COD with him, and me and him were fighting for first place. So, yeah. which I, if he's on my team, I don't care. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll friendly compete for first place, because that if, means... If you can play games with Josh, I love you, Josh. Uh... <laughs> I, I imagine Psycho's probably pretty easy. <laughs> I, mean, it's about, I mean, me, yeah. Josh is similar, but, uh, yeah. He's aggressive friendly. Uh, well, I saw mine, yeah. so it works out for us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, glad you liked UFC 4. Um, I think it kind of surprised a lot of people on uh, how much they enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it wasn't the best thing ever, but it's definitely a fun time. Uh, Ryder says, I'm completely out of the loop with UFC games. Huge fan of the sport, but the games always look janky as fuck animation wise. Could be fun mechanically, but it's sure not much to look at in my opinion. I would definitely say check it out. See what you think of it. Um, there's some pretty cool um, advanced systems they got going on, but they are kind of janky. It's an EA game and EA games are not shy with uh, the jank. So, yeah. um, but if you're a fan fan of the sport definitely check it out i think you might like it um also, and then also a little surprised that there was no like story written out for that car that was a very serious comment yeah that was just a strip comment that's yeah. weird yeah <laughs> like how it's a story he's <laughs> writing stories out here dude uh no yeah that was just like a straight up like normal comment um i almost didn't like it as much as others uh, as his other comments dude um and then sarah says who that girl and what's her socials these are well, serious questions. We will we will all find out. I don't know that girl. Um, thank you for the comments, everybody. Moving on to the next video, we talked about Elite Dangerous. We got 194 views on this, which really surprised me because first off, Game of the Month gets the least amount of views on the channel because it's kind of just us playing games we are going to play. Yeah. Of course, we invite you guys to come and talk about it. That's the point. But like, this is our back burner game. So I don't expect somebody to play a game. We've been wanting to play for like four years. Uh, and then Elite Dangerous. How many people are fucking playing Elite Dangerous? Like probably, probably a lot. Anyway, yeah. that surprised me. Yeah. Um, we got some inf- er, interesting info from uh, Mark Hackett. Uh, one of the comments he left, uh, I think, was replying to Chevy when he was talking about uh, the ships and their autopilot, uh, saying, uh, IRL, you suit the company for not being 100% accurate and steering you, and IRL doesn't have trolls trying to kill you for the lols. That is why Elite Dangerous doesn't have ships with autopilot. Imagine if the game played you or uh, planted you in a planet or sun or a rock. How about steering you into a ship? If they put autopilot in, you won't 
accept any errors because the loss is real and then add in trolls because you don't actually die in this game so trolls whose only reason to play is to make you annoyed or even just so they can imagine you are annoyed um that that last part of the sentence really resonates with me because sometimes people think they piss someone off and that's enough for them doesn't matter if they actually piss them off. Just the, in their mind that they think they piss someone off is enough fuel for them. Um, th- I think these are interesting points to make for sure, um, especially in a game where you can lose stuff and you can uh, have to pay for things uh, to replace things. Um, they, they actually would have to be good to be acceptable. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I think that they could just make a really good autopilot in the game that doesn't do these things but uh you are correct in like if something did happen with the autopilot and you lost something that you've been working hard for you wouldn't accept it you'd probably quit the game sure so i get where you're coming from it's an interesting point uh where were your thoughts on that i I don't reply to you i don't disagree with anything you're saying but i i still think i still want it i still think they could do it yeah um and as far as trolls go I'm not saying you should autopilot and leave your your computer. That's user beware, man. Like, yeah, um, you know, trolls. It, it's an online game. This isn't new. Like trolls exist in all of them. Um, if you care about your investment of time and all that stuff, you'll you'll be around to babysit still. Um, and if not, the blame's on yourself, not the company uh, for that or the other person. They're just playing the game too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, the the wrecking stuff. I mean, obviously, if anyone's developing anything for a game, it should work, right? Yeah. So, um, if they make a bad autopilot system and runs into a sun or a rock, they did a shit job, and I yes. complained about that too. Bad development. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I'm not saying that's a right or wrong thing. It's just in my, I don't want, I don't enjoy the act, but I'm also like. Um, I don't care about the sim aspect that much, I guess. I, mm. I just want to play like a space game. Yeah. So you just want to go around and do mm-hmm. things. So, um, and I mean, realistically in the, the day, it just kind of means it's not for me and that's totally fine. I'm not bashing the game. Mm. I'm just saying preference wise. So I'm just glad he was able to offer an actual, no, for sure. Uh, it's, it's perspective. I didn't thought have process on what that is. Yeah. Cause yeah. when I read that, I'm like, Oh, he's actually like offering like, you know, between trolls and being responsible for your ship. Once you've allowed it autopilot, but yeah. I do think also a lot of games will drive your stuff for you, but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of games don't have like actual loss. So, um, yeah. And I would, it's hard to tackle. I, I think there's a, a middle that could be had there too. Cause like, you know, docking, for example, uh, you know, if you fly up to the station and then just uh, engage in an auto, um, docking system. I've played space games that do it, so I know it mm-hmm. works. Um, and then, well, they could just have a system too, where like you can only use autopilot if you have insurance on the ship too. Yeah, and even if the auto was just like, the, like I said before, in in that I believe was I don't like that you have to like maintain your camera position in order to warp um, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems like a pretty yeah, easy I, fix to me. I found myself, and if there's a better way to do this, let me know. If you got info, Mark or anybody else, let me know. But um. Anytime I had to jump up to a place, I was like sitting in space, just spinning around until I found my target mm-hmm. and then I would fly at it. And I, I, I was like, there should be a better way to do this. There should be some indicators at the very least. Tell me where the jump points at. Well, and if like the, for me, like the even if it's just system by system, like I, I don't need it to, to baby me through the entire course I want to go. But like if I want to go from A to neighboring system B, 
and I line it up and I hit the button, I shouldn't have to do any more adjustments. It should just go in that line. Just go. Yeah. So, uh, but those are nitpicks. Yeah, for sure. So at, at the end of the day, um, realistically, I got enough stuff to play. I'm not probably coming back to it. And it's not the game's fault. It's my interest. So. Yeah, your priorities are somewhere else. Yep. I That's fucking so many games for me, so completely understand that uh but thank you for the uh the insight on perspective when it comes to uh that legit question we were discussing on the show so i'm glad you had something to add to that because it it did add some light to the conversation yeah uh says i was thinking of checking this out i think it's on game pass pc if it's on game pass check it out dude like yeah nothing to lose for sure and if you want a game that you can like fucking live this experience, I think you, you'll probably dig it. Yeah. Um, especially, I know Maneki Neko likes his music a lot because I fucking I follow him on Twitter, and uh, it'd be a great game to fucking chill to some cool music for sure. So, um, let me know if you checked it out or not, because it's been a little bit since uh, since you posted this. Or yeah. we posted and you commented. So, uh, thank you everybody for the comments. And moving on to the final video, which is the most recent video we did. Uh, again, we reviewed Demon Slayer, uh, the first episode of the first season. Um, and we plan on doing every episode of the first season, at the very least, over on Tasty Flicks. So, make sure to go down in the comments on this video and uh, go over there and subscribe if you want to see our reviews of anime, movies, and TV. We're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Pretty uh, crazy ratio on that one. Sorry. What? 44 to 12? I mean, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah. This is a preview, so you guys could uh, see what we're doing over there. If you want to see the other three episodes, we, we filmed three or four episodes. So if you want to see those, go check them out over there. And if you're not watching uh, uh, Demon Slayer, you can start now. And then you can check in what we thought of it and see if you agree or disagree with us. Uh, watch it alongside us as we go through because it's my first time watching through the series and this is not Chevy so it's uh, an interesting uh, conversation to be had uh, Second Scream says the old kibosh comes back and I said to you the kibosh is never never gone it's always here it, it, it can't come back if it's been here it always yeah. makes its way back it has um, been a lifetime phrase so Tilji Shevmo says Seth watching anime I did I watched some anime and we talked about it go check it out we're going to watch more anime and more movies and do more reviews. Uh, then we got another comment from Javier Montiero saying, uh, I'm not much of an anime fan anymore, but once in a blue moon, an anime will catch my curiosity enough to compel me to try it. it happened with My Hero Academia, which I ended up liking, but not enough to keep up with. And Demon Slayer kept popping up on my radar, so I got a Crunchyroll trial and am now hooked i blew through season one and i'm halfway through season two shame it'll be a while until the next season and the way the story is going it'll be long long running series so i won't likely get my closure for years but anyway from someone who's regularly annoyed by anime demon slayer has its hooks in me a few contrivances here and there like the main character is just deku uh, from or Deku Deku, Deku. Uh, from My Hero. So many tired archetypes and anime staples, but still so damn good. Javier is full of all these fucking nuanced criticisms. I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it as well. I mean, if you watch those episodes, you you saw that uh, that uh, I'm digging it. Uh, we discuss it at length uh, over there on on Tasty Flicks. Um, it's cool to hear you're kind of in a same boat as me. I'm. 
I like I like anime. I would never say that I'm not into anime. I grew up watching anime in the 90s and 2000s, and then I fell out of it. But I did also start getting annoyed with certain anime tropes, and some of them you just have to fucking accept. There's tropes in every culture and everything. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they're they're everywhere. But um, if you are just like beelining watching anime after anime after anime, you're gonna start fucking zeroing in on a lot of those tropes that they really fucking. Uh, uh, do a lot mm-hmm. and uh and and so yeah i agree with you i, I get into with that shit too um but some of the tropes i like too i mean like I, i'll always enjoy the goofy hero who gets serious when shit you know hits the fan um it's it's a good archetype but uh i do agree with you on that um it is cool to hear that uh demon slayer is one of the animes that uh has hooked you as somebody who i, I kind of identify with when it comes to your thoughts on this um because I'm watching it and I'm digging it. Uh, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. Everybody's talking about Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer. And from somebody who wasn't watching at the time, I was like, that sounds like such a fucking generic name. It must be pretty good if they keep talking about it. Uh, My Hero Academia, I've only watched like two episodes of. So if I do start watching again, I'll do a Tasty Flicks thing on it. Um, You watch that, right? Yeah, I'm caught up. Yeah. Um. But Last it, season was hit or miss for people. I, I thought it was fine. But. It seemed interesting. Um, so I'd like to watch watch more of that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I pretty much agree with you. On, uh, and I'm glad you like it. And, uh, and yeah, I, I haven't watched the other one, though, to know enough if uh, it's just Deku. But I'll Deku, but I'll, they're very similar, like personality wise, for it sure. It kind of reminded me of him, but I haven't watched enough to really make that yeah. that judgment. But I did watch like two or three episodes of My Hero Academia, and they do kind of seem similar, except for uh, Tanjiro doesn't make that weird fucking face that Deku made in like the first like two or three episodes when he was like it's like a flashback and he's a child he's, a kid, he's freaking yeah. out of the and computer he just looks yeah. fucking nuts and I'm just like why uh, is he like that um I, I say my hero is like I mean and Demon Slayers to some degree as well but they're, they're just typical shonen so yeah it's interesting though how shonen for a while there I was like fuck I'm like not into shonen at all anymore like and now I'm like eh, it seems like they've they've found a new uh niche of like being able to carry on a lot of the trademark things that shonen was known for but they feel like um the quality's gone up again and uh i don't know there's something about them that's more interesting i think anime general's on a on a pretty good an upswing course right now yeah, yeah i i i would agree everything i see um i mean for a while there it was like like two anime people were animes people were watching yeah and now it's like there's like I can't keep up. Everybody's just like naming all these animes and shit. I'm like, God damn, it seems like anime's back. Yeah, there's still a lot of things like Western audiences are gonna have a hard time with, like, you know, the the excessive use of fan service in a lot of shows and stuff like that. But um Not me, dude. I don't give a fuck. That's to each their own type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um as far as like um Demon Slayer itself, I mean the the whole reason um kinda went with that is because when Seth said he wanted to do this idea. <clears throat> I've been trying to get him to watch anime for years. <laughs> um, I still got the time, dude. Yeah. I, uh, I decided that if we were going to do it, I was going to do one that I knew most people liked. Um, and so we went, I went with demon slayer as my, my, like my hard suggestion, like this should be the one. And then I have a list I currently have of things I think he'd like. And we're taking suggestions. Yeah. So definitely let us know if there's one you guys think I should watch or we should watch. Um, 
And I was thinking Demon Slayer anyway, just because that's the one I hear about the most. So mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be like a good starter anime to start the channel with because a lot of people are going to have already seen it. So like when we're talking about it in detail, full spoilers, people are just going to know what we're talking about already and maybe be curious about what we thought of it, especially uh, in our dynamic of somebody who hasn't seen it, someone who has seen it. So, and we have good conversations. So, yeah. And the only thing I'm, I, I feel sorry about is uh, it is going to be spoiling and it's going to be hard to watch action scenes and other animes later. Yeah. That's <laughs> Visually. Fine. As long as story's good. That's yeah. all I care about. I just appreciate the, the cherry on top with good animation. So, yeah. Yeah. They like to flex every once in a while. It's kind of, uh, Definitely, they're one of like the studios people talk about. Map is another one, and then uh, I can't think right now. Anyways, there's there's a few of them out there that are really good. So, yeah. Then the last comment is from Tasty Flicks, some Ram channel saying, "Subscribe here for more anime, movie, and TV content. Click that, go subscribe, and uh, join the conversation over there as well." An extension of TLG. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say? That was a long one. <laughs> yeah, this this was a long taste cast, but we needed to do it to catch up on all the things, all the games yeah. that we've been playing, all that shit. So let us know in the comments. Uh, well, first off, thank you, uh, everybody who commented. We appreciate your comments, and we uh, enjoy having you guys join the conversation on the show. Uh, and again, for um, when uh, the constructive criticism, that is uh, yeah, for sure the way to do it. So. Yep, it's appreciated. But uh, here he is in another episode, so apparently stuck around. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, though. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and stream links down below. You can also check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time down there. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. And we have video on Spotify. It's a little bit of a headache, but I like having two forms of video. It's also nice if I'm listening to myself talk on Spotify, I can close my screen because on YouTube, I can't do that. Um, need premium. I don't want to. I already got, I already got Spotify. I can, I can listen to it on there and watch it and make sure the episode's fine and there's no problems. And let's see. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, if you're brand new, hit the subscribe button. If you're brand new, see, so you can keep up with the videos we put out weekly and hit the like button at the very least. Cause it really helps us out a lot. Um, and yeah, my name is Seth. This has been Chevy. Thanks for joining me, Chevy. Mm-hmm. And uh, stay tuned. We'll have more episodes out here and over on Tasty Flicks soon. Until then, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.